Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? An amazing episode with the uh, very, very funny and very, very friendly. Uh, he actually did a, a wonderful live episode, one of my favorite live episodes ever. Uh, Sean Donnelly, I guess I should say, returns to the program. Uh, and I'm happy, as always, to get to it as quickly as possible. Nothing much to plug uh, on my end. We're actually in the... We have one more week after this week of shooting uh, the show, which is incredible. And then we start editing. It's been going so well. I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's been an incredible dream come true, and uh, I am just psyched. I can't believe we're almost done shooting. Uh, But that means we're that much closer to it coming out, and hopefully for you guys to enjoy it. So in the meantime, let's get to Sean. Our sponsor is the wonderful uh, Casper Mattresses, which I think you guys have heard this before. Casper, which is awesome, they sent me one. The most comfortable, incredible mattress I've ever laid back on what's the expression they are a sleep brand that creates one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers that eliminates the commission-driven inflated prices it's award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house they have a uh, sleek design and it is delivered in a small how did they do that sized box it really is the size of like a mini fridge you cut it open and the thing expands like a marshmallow. It's incredible. So you can get it in like tight spaces. So in addition to the mattress, uh, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. An in-house team of engineers spent thousands of hours developing the Casper. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foam for an amazing combo and a sleep service that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. Plus, its breathable design keeps you cool. Some of the other mattresses get really hot. These keep you cool to help you regulate your temperature through the night. Mattresses, we all know, can cost well over 1500 bucks, but Casper mattresses impossibly cost 500 for a twin, 600 for a twin XL, 750 for a full, 850 for a queen, and 950 for a king. Not to mention, buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. Casper offers free delivery and free returns with a 100-night home trial. If you don't love it, they pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering that you're going to spend a third of your life on it. The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. It combines all those good things. 100 days, made in America, get 50 bucks. I'm just wrapping up. Get 50 bucks. This is the best part towards any mattress by visiting casper.com made it weird and using offer code made it weird terms and condition apply do it get into it get a casper and enjoy sean donnelly all right guys get into it look i got everybody crunchy bars you sweetheart irish candy bars or english candy bars wait where did you get them in ireland no right downstairs (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to get a water and they had, and they had, they had, they had I just assumed you were touring overseas uh, no. no chocolate with golden honeycombed I never knew honeycomb could be a verb It's a honeycombed center It's a honeycomb center, yeah They took the already existing center And then they honeycombed <laughs> the hell out of it And they call, Oh, it's made by Cadbury it's like you shellac something, I think, but you honeycomb it. This, <laughs> I, I would love to have my floors honeycombed. <laughs> I really would. That would be kind of cool, actually. I would. I feel like you could make a Japanese. You know how you make Japanese houses, like Zen houses, out of paper and stuff. Yeah. Same thing. 
Honeycomb. Honeycomb. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. Because think about it. You can make because don't, don't they come in like the sheets? Like yeah, you the, can make them in sheets. They come in the sheets, so you, those yeah, can be yeah, the yeah. walls of the home. Have you ever eaten honeycomb? Just taken like a piece of like a bee's house? You feel like a Godzilla for bees. <laughs> You're just you're the big bad wolf of bees. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. If they knew what we yeah. were doing with their shit, they would they would know. It's like I am legend. Yeah, basically, absolutely. Where we learn that we are the monster. We are. Yeah, we are the darkness. We. Are. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. Yeah, but these are really good. If you don't want to eat it, no, no. Tell me yeah. your favorite. Let's talk about our favorite candies because I love talking about that. <sighs> All time favorite. I'm gonna. Can I throw it one? Of at course. You? Go I for got it. this from Jesse Klein. Twix yeah. undervalued. Undervalued. It's a, good, it's a good candy. Definitely a good candy. Because bar. you think of it as like, oh, boring. Yeah, Twix. It's like whatever Twix. But then you eat it and you're like, oh, there's a reason you're you're the, the dad. It absolutely it's, it's, it's the spot. It's the spot. It's the per- you know what's good about Twix? It's the mm. perfect amount of candy. That's bar. true. I think it's less than other things. It feels like less. It's been broken into two. It's been broken into two. It's been broken. And now Snickers is taking that uh, that pattern and using it for themselves. The there's Snickers, a dual Snickers. There's a dual Snickers. You get two piece Snickers now. I don't like it. Are I, they thin and long <laughs> like Twix? No, they're it's like, just too far. It're like, hey, you know, you're gonna like eat two. <laughs> they took two fun size Snickers and put them in a, oh. fill, in a sleeve. I'm fascinated with the psychology of all of that. Because you and I are both agreed that Twix is probably less, but it probably isn't. It's just been broken into two. Yeah. But our dumb animal brains go like, it's more sensible. Yeah, it's healthier. Like when uh, Three Musketeers, remember, they were like, it's whipped, so it's like lighter. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about, Three Musketeers? You're supposed to rescue people, not lie to them. Yeah, you still have nuggets. You still, it's it's still. It's all egg white and sugar. Like, I don't care. They're like, it's like breakfast. It's a breakfast food. What is your fave? My fave. Fave would have to be the Reese's family. Anything? Oh God! Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, is that counts? Well, are you going by bar? Or are you going just candy in a general? Candy in general. Okay, yeah. I'll so even Reese's... accept like a razzle. Like I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it back. Razzle. Ring ring pop. I'll even allow. I'll take any of the candies. I went to a place that had. I was on the road. I was in uh, St. Louis, and I went to uh, that Westport Funny Bone. I've never uh, been. Oh, it's it's good. I've been to cool. St. Louis. I don't know where. I played like a like, like, a, like a little club. Oh, like that's a cool. Yeah. 50 seater but I went to a candy shop that had but it wasn't like you know now what's becoming what's happening is like remember how they have like old timey candy shops where you go in and they mm-hmm. have like a soda fountain yep. and you get a malt that's and a bar and there's like uh, fish tanks with scoops yeah right exactly and, you get, and penny candy is literally like those red licorice penny exactly candies. it's yeah. all mm-hmm. old fashioned yeah, a lot yeah. of root beer flavored candies yeah. which is never a good idea a lot of candies encasing liquids <laughs> yeah, right exactly right. but this place had like every 90s candy and so uh, it had it had bubble tape it had big league chew that's like uh, 80s and 90s god you made my my yeah. salivary glands kind of twist <laughs> Hinge in that lemonade uh, Kool Aid flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's was, a strong sugar taste. Oh, it's so good. It's a strong sugar taste. Uh, but you love. I will accept a Reese's peanut butter cup. Uh, Reese's peanut butter. I remember yeah. being a kid and when Reese's put out the peanut butter, being like, "Fuck yeah, what's taking so long?" And then you yeah. eat it and you're like, "This is peanut butter." Yeah, like, I want the peanut butter with the chocolate from the, no, oh. but the same with. It's oh, not. They didn't just take the same peanut butter. You're that right. Peanut butter and no. put it in a jar. No, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know why they didn't do. Why you think we can't handle it, <laughs> Mr. Reese's? Make with the shit. It probably wasn't legal. That stuff is probably so it's so concentrated. Dense. It's so concentrated. It's so yeah. serious. Yeah, it's like yeah. giving someone black tar. It's like grain alcohol, but of, re- of exactly. peanut butter. Exactly. It's, it's hash. <laughs> It's the hash of peanut butters. Yeah, I, but I'll you're give probably you that. right. Why didn't? Why don't they do that? I don't know. Because the peanut butter, the, the Reese's peanut butter is good, but it's not the same thing. Maybe no. it's how they have to prepare it. 
I think it's was pro- I'm not even trying to shit on the peanut butter that's in the tr- in the candies, but like they knew if they like peanut is the 19th ingredient, yeah. <laughs> like no one's gonna buy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe you're legally not even allowed to call it peanut butter. <gasps> that's oh. probably it. Because I think Reese's peanut butter cups. It's not saying they're cups of peanut butter. They're like peanut butter flavored cups. Like you know what I mean? It's oh, like you who right. isn't chocolate milk. It's a chocolate drink. And, yeah. But as soon as you put it in a jar and you want to sell it next to your peanut pans and your fucking skippies and your jiffies, <laughs> you gotta have peanut butter. It has in there. to be peanut butter. In yeah. It? Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you're you're, right. you're a freak. You're in the as seen on TV aisle. <laughs> That's right, where you exactly. can sell it. Yeah, you're next to my pillow. <laughs> Uh, I you know what's crazy is you've got you've gone to Canada, right? I have. Can you look at Canadian peanut butter? No, it looks different than our peanut butter. What are they doing? I think they're making it better. I think they. I think our peanut butter. Even even this is the other thing that's crazy is you're like the Reese's peanut butter has too much sugar in it or too much whatever in it yeah, to be else. like to actual be, peanut butter. Uh-huh. And then our actual peanut butter, I think, has even too much sugar in it to be actual peanut butter to in other Canada. people yeah. in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it looks different. It tastes great, but is it, it, is it because it's like the natural stuff with the oil? And I it think separates? so. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, 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 it yeah, looks yeah, oily yeah. on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks yeah, yeah, way yeah. more oily than our peanut butter does look. On Everything top. like it's the same thing. Like uh, shampoos, all the chemicals and stuff that we add to shampoos are because they froth amazing yeah. like it's all and like I'm kind of anti I am like anti that stuff but there's a reason they did it yeah. they added that shit so peanut butter yeah. would be like space food and it's aesthetically pleasing it's aesthetic like they weren't just like add the sodium blah blah <laughs> <to me." laughs> yeah, yeah. some motherfucker figured out that that made it more spreadable it's oh. 3% more spreadable absolutely because if you go to Whole Foods and you just have them grind old timey style like on a stone wheel they make you peanut butter yes that peanut butter is going to become a type of cheese in four days if you don't eat it. Like it's, it's not. It's not supposed to be. It just becomes stalagmites in your fridge. If you, yeah, if you just... None of these food. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna make delicious peanut butter stalag- stalagmites. Are those on the or stalactites? Did I say the word wrong? How come? I'm gonna ask you this, Sean. Why is it that everyone remembers stalagmites and stalactites? Like we all remember one of them being I- correct. <laughs> <laughs> There's the panic of knowing one of them is the floor one. Do they need their own name? I don't think so. Does it need its own name? No. Also, it's a shitty, it's yeah. a thing. It's a How rock castle. How do you go into a cave? You don't, need, you don't need a ton of terms for stuff. I don't have words for emotions I feel every day, but I have two <laughs> for shit I'll see in a cave. And I never go in a cave. Yeah, I n- I've never been in a cave. Where did you vacation with your family? We would go to Carlsbad Caverns is why. We would go oh, in those so weird caves. Oh, so you would caves. go in a cave. I've been in a cave. So you saw real-life stalagmites I, I and did. tights. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'd, I'd, I'd drop that. I'd go up to like a, a similarly aged girl and go like, pretty sweet stalactite. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it would fuck in the cave. Yeah, right, exactly. Like kids do. Yeah, exactly. You know, vacation fuck in a cave between two 12-year-olds. Every family comedy makes it seem like you could do that. Like you have oh, your yeah. own free will and oh, your own agenda. Like you're just with your parents. No, you're with your parents the entire time. <laughs> you don't get to break away and have a yeah. B story. Every vacation movie, they're going to like a house club. And like, remember European vacation? He just goes to a club. Yeah. When would you ever do that on no, a family vacation? You never would. <laughs> no, you never you're, would. And my, ours was we didn't even go on that many family vacations. We went to went on three total. We went to Orlando for Orlando. Disney World. Orlando. Yeah, good yeah. choice. Orlando. Did you hit Epcot? 
Uh, yeah, we did. Nice. And we hit. Your family were readers. <laughs> yeah, 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 they were real, real smart folk. I love Epcot. I, I like it more. Than, awesome. I like it a little bit more than Magic Kingdom now. It's less crowded. There's more culture. Oh yeah, yeah. But everything is just there's like a there's like a weird film on everything now. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's starting it's just, to decay a it's little. Left bit. over. We've passed a lot of the future stuff that's there. <laughs> <laughs> like your phone is way more futuristic than a lot of the future stuff. <laughs> You go into the land of tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like showing off a fax machine. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, exactly. should I vine this right now? <laughs> yeah. But we went. You to went to Orlando. Orlando, and actually, you're gonna think that we don't read when I say this. My <laughs> sister, I'll never forget. My sister wanted to go to uh, Kennedy Space Center because she was real. She went to space camp, sure. and she was like really into space stuff. Yeah. And my parents, for some reason, they were like, "No, Sean wants to go to Gatorland Zoo." Yeah. <laughs> so we no. went to Gatorland. Zoo yeah, yeah. Because Gator- I was really into yeah. reptiles when I was. Really? Oh yeah, I had two snakes when I was a kid. Oh my god! I, they were garter snakes. They were like, uh, yeah. which sounds weird to say. You want to you want to say garden snake when yeah. you say that, but it's not. It's, it's garter gar- snake. Garter. Garter. But it's G A R D E R, right? T yeah, G D E R. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not G A U D. It's not guarding anything. No, exactly. It's not honeycombing anything. No, it's not honeycombing <laughs> anything. <laughs> Just a garter snake. Garter snake. Or garter snake. Yeah, and we and you I were, had were snakes. you a weird snake kid? Did you have spiders? No, I don't think I was a weird. I didn't have spiders. Yeah. All I had was the snakes, and to be honest, now I don't know. Maybe I was like a weird snake kid, but now I wouldn't. Like you had to feed them goldfish. Yeah, gross. And now the person I am now would not do that. Is that right? Oh yeah, I you wouldn't want to. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to take it. But if, when I was a kid, I think I was like, well, I wanted. I like snakes so much. This is just uh. part of going through having snakes. <laughs> And then what happened was we had one. <laughs> this is the price I pay. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. As you drop yeah. Nemo it was, it into was... a fucking snake's mouth. <laughs> he's already out of water. Yeah. And he's like, this sucks. And you're like, it's about to get worse. Because <laughs> guess where I'm putting it? Yeah, exactly. In a snake pit. Yeah, and I, it, was, it was really bad. What happened was I had one snake and then my dad's friend found another snake when he was like hunting upstate and then brought it home. What? He brought it to my dad and was like, hey, this is for Sean, and just gave us a snake. So I took a wild snake and I captivated. Captivated. That is yeah. that the right term? No, that's not the you right word. I put it in captivity. Put it in captivity. Put it, in captivity. You, it was captivated the whole time. It was time. captivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really held its attention. <laughs> well, it had nowhere else walls. to go. So what else was it going to do? Yeah. So then, and that snake I named Harry. And then. Can we just interject? That could have gone the other way with your dad's weird friend with a wild <laughs> snake. Like, this is for your boy. <laughs> Like, yeah. Get off my, my property. My dad's friend was Sling Blade. <laughs> mm, some people call it a guard snake. I call it a smoothback snake. Uh, that's not a thing, Sling. <laughs> Sl- that's slang not a thing, Sling. Yeah. Sling Blade. Uh, so you love oh, you, what you were saying? Well, I was into snakes, and then so I brought he brought us that snake home, and I named it Harry because I was like, oh, I'll just name the snake Harry for you know that's like a regular snake name, and then yeah, this is snake. yeah, you know, big deal. And uh, Commander Harry. And what what happened was. Two months later, that snake had babies. Gross. It was really gross. And he I brought had, home a pregnant snake. I brought home a pre- he brought home that, a pregnant that means snake. There's some snake in the woods right now going, she left right when we started our family. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so, feeding goldfish to tiny babies. His baby snakes. Yeah, right. Those exactly. my children. So yeah. it was a pregnant snake? It must have looked, it was a pregnant snake. Gross. Yeah, it must have looked like an alien abduction because probably just had, they were together. Yeah. And then he just picked up his yep. pregnant wife yep. and took him on that his way. That story's big in the snake community. <laughs> She yeah. was pregnant too. They're it's gone. a snake urban legend. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what it's it is. It's an urban legend. <laughs> 
So you watched it have a – this is so gross to me. It's, it's having baby snakes? It had baby snakes and it has a lot of them. And yeah. a lot of them don't survive. All the gross creatures have a lot of them. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like all the animals we like have one or have two. Have one or two. Your cats uh, might have four or five puppies. Puppies, four or five. A litter puppies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can but take it's that. Not thousands. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's not those Cloverfield monsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones that come out. Just the watched it. Yeah, just rewatched it. Yeah, gross. Yeah, that's you're absolutely right. Something unsettling. Yeah, that's funny. The grossest animals have a lot of them. Just when you don't want any more. That's why come a bunch. That's why Octomom was so gross. <laughs> She kind of looked care, like yeah. a reptile, didn't oh, she? Oh, she absolutely yeah, did. She... I would hit it with an oar. <laughs> I call her it. She was sea hag. Yeah, she had a sea hag quality. Yeah, she did have a sea hag quality. If you lit a torch and saw her, you'd be like, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was there the whole time. She looked like she was really into plastic surgery for a while, yeah. and then she was into having kids. Right, right, right. Like, she's just obsessive about whatever she has. Yeah, I, I, you know, as we're teasing someone who probably has a mental problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like it's like, I don't even think of that. she harps on something she and won't let it go. It. Yeah, exactly. I harp. Do you harp? I, I harp on things. I harp on things. I'll focus on one thing. I do it. Not yes, to, I'll do that. Not to an Octomom level, but maybe we all do that. Maybe that's good to have like a level of focus. But like, I'm trying to think of what we call them Peter projects. If Val's in the bedroom, we could ask her. I have something that maybe your wife notices that you're like, oh, you're doing that thing. You're, you're shifting the focus from like surfing was something that I would be so obsessed with to, I don't know, yeah. sake. Like I'll get really into sake and then I'm like, sake is a thing. What's sake? Need, it's, you know, Japanese rice wine. Oh, oh, you mean sake? Oh, sake. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah what am I, I, call, I say it like an sake. idiot. Yeah, you probably say the correct pronunciation. Sake. Sake. No, I'm saying it like a guy who wants you to think he knows <laughs> sake. Yeah, that's the correct way to say it. I, I just got it from Austin Powers. <laughs> sake it to me, baby. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, you, anyway, I do that as well. Stay on the snakes. Who cares about harping? You eat snakes. No, I think I think I do harp on stuff. Right now, my harping thing is uh, sharks. I you're harping on sharks. My wife gave me shit the other day because I donated to some project where they're trying to like tag sharks. And she was so like, you "What are you?" She them? goes, "What's with the shark thing? Why won't you stop talking about sharks?" And I'm like, "I, I think they they're great. I think that like I always said, if I go to South Africa, I'll go in one of those shark cages." Oh, and my wife is like, "You'll never do that in a million years." She's like, "You're not gonna do. You're afraid of bees. Why would you go into a shark cage?" But I really think I would. Are you afraid of bees? I'm afraid. You're of bees. afraid of being honeycomb. I'm afraid of being honeycombed. I'm afraid of becoming a crunchy bar. <laughs> Wait, so you you love sharks? Why? I think they're fascinating, and there's a lot of stuff they don't know about them, and I think, I think that they're... What do you mean? Like we don't know. They, we don't know they're like where they... Like they're just finding out now. They think a lot of them, there's a big hub of where, a hub where they're being born is like off the coast of Long Island, and they didn't know that before. Really? And that's what this project is. It's like uh, they're trying to tag them to find out their migratory patterns so they can save a lot of them. Oh, wow. Because they lose track of them, and then they get... They get killed by a lot of like you know global warming effects and whatever. Sure, because they're constantly moving because of what's going on with the water. So basically, this project is trying to be like, hey, we want to track them so we can like save a lot. We need them to be in the ocean because they're part of the chain of the ocean. Sure. So uh, ocean I just chain. think they're really cool and they're you know they're really they're really fun to read about and stuff like that. I think they they're fascinating because. I think everybody's so scared of them. I, I'm scared of them, but sure. at the same time, like you have they're a healthy not, respect. Yeah, you have a healthy respect for sure. them. Yeah. You respect the yeah, sharks, yeah, 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 yeah. so you don't. I'm not. At the same time, I'm not. I want to like. It's not. They're not what you think they are. Like they're not. They're not eating people because they want to just. It's not jaws. They don't want to just eat people. Right. And I, once I found that out, I was like, oh, I want to find out Wait, more what about do you mean? them. What, help when they me. when because they eat people, they're not. It's not that. 
they're, they think they're something else. They're not like going. They're not. Their main thing isn't to go after humans, right? And they like think eat they're humans. a seal. I think they're a seal, right. yeah, or something else, or whatever. the singer seal, or going after a whale, or whatever. You know, right. depending on how big you are, <laughs> it's like an insult. Yeah. Not only was it a shark attack, but yeah. it was an insult. Yeah. He's roasting you while by biting you. Um, it's roast battle: shark versus whale. I thought you were a shark. I thought you were a whale. That's why I took a bite of you. Oh shit! That's funny. But yeah, so I just thought they were really cool, and then, but my wife is like, "This comes out of nowhere." I'm like, "Yeah, that's just what I do. That's the harping thing. That's like yeah. the, you just." Zone Zoning in on one thing. It, it, it's a. I don't. I, I don't want to say it's an anxiety reducer. It's not like I'm having anxiety and then I start doing that and I feel better. But it does. It's nice to be in a little pocket. Yeah. Where you're just like, how do they make rice wine? <laughs> you do feel safer because you feel like you're filling up your time with that. So you don't have to think right. about other stuff. Well, life becomes simple. Exactly. It's about one thing. Exactly. It's just about sharks. If you think about all the many millions of different things that are happening in the world right now, like a lemur right now is eating a plant that looks like a dick that <laughs> it gets its pollen on it and then it goes off right. and it pollenizes other dick plants. Then you get overwhelmed. But if you just go like, just sharks. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm into it. Yeah, and I'll do that. I'll do it with food, too. Do you do it with food at all? What do you mean? Like, if I find something I like, I'll eat it this, I'll eat it every day. Constantly. Constantly. Yeah, I'll eat yeah. it every day for one of my meals for, like, months. What are you on now? Right now, what I'm on <laughs> Or is, what was uh, your most recent I'm a food weird, I'm a weirdo. Like, I, I remember well, you're a weird food eater. I'm a weird food eater. Well, by your own admission. By my own admission, like I'm teasing. Yeah. I remember when we did the Stress Factory together, we'd go to a sushi place and you'd be like, bring me a plate of dry peas. <laughs> <laughs> and none of the peas can touch anything in the kitchen. It's kind of that like... Tell, tell tell the people. Uh, so what it is is I, I'm I'm a fat guy. If you don't know what I look like, I'm pretty I'm a pretty hefty guy. And I think you look good. Oh, that, no, come really, on! But thank you, buddy. But no, basically, I was watching your Conan and you referred to yourself as a fat guy. And I was like, hey, dude, you're just shot. I'm, I'm yeah, fat guy. Yeah. You're people you're say lovable. it all the time, but I'm like, but health wise, I am fatter than I should be. Like doc, everybody but doctors are like that. <laughs> <laughs> your doctors at home listening to this He's podcast, like, like <laughs> yep, roast them. <laughs> yeah, Maybe him. it'll get them. Yeah, get I went. Down. I went to my doctor and he when he was like i was like hey man i stopped drinking but i'm still i'm not losing any i stopped like drink not full on but i stopped drinking for the most part oh, okay. and i was like because i was drinking way too much and i was like hey i, I stopped drinking uh but i haven't really been losing any weight and he looked at me like <laughs> like oh no. oh no you didn't like almost like a sassy like like <laughs> he side looked oh you? he side look he gave me a side <laughs> eye like are you serious and i go yeah what do you think it is he's like yeah you're eating the calories that you, you drank like, right and i'm like oh yeah i, f- I figured that was it but uh, I, I just brought it up or anyway. a lot of people will stop drinking but they'll replace it with other like soda like i had a cousin that went uh sober went sober what is that <laughs> he went sober and then he started drinking pepsi because he missed the uh the absolutely sugar. yeah I'm is a that, big, I'm a big soda guy. I remember you were a big soda guy because when you did the live podcast, remember? Yeah, I've burned you twice on this podcast <laughs> with with fat jokes. I feel, what, am, what am I a dick? Yeah, yeah, it was a diabetes. What am I? Yeah, you, we said all soda is magic. It makes your leg disappear. But you love soda, That's right? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then and then you remembered why you don't like me. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm. And then I just I got winded and then I went off stage. <laughs> I um, no, my thing is this. I th- that's the reason that I'm heavier is because of soda because what i eat i don't i'm not i'm picky to the point where i'm really plain so yeah. like i won't people and people are fascinated by it not fascinated but they're more like what the hell's your problem yeah because i won't put stuff on things so well, like, like people it's 
I'm trying to unpack why people do feel so superior if you meet someone that's like, I only like plain food. It's like when people, Kumail used to have this bit about bragging about being from the capital. It's yeah. like, I'm from Albany. It's the capital. <laughs> and like, I meet you and you're like, I don't like it when my noodles touch the yeah. potatoes. I'm making that up. And then I'm like, I don't mind. And you're like, yeah. proud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's yeah. no problem for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of like holding you as if you have a problem when really <laughs> yeah. you just have this preference. You have the preference. Plain. But, but it is kind of a problem. It is a problem. It's plain. It's is not it? true. It, yeah, because it, it, it speaks to other things. And I think it comes to my personality as well because it's not trying new things. It's not uh, mixing things. It's not mixing it up. Basically, literally mixing it up. So it was like you don't like things touching other things. I, it was, I don't is like things it? touching other things. And then I, I won't put I don't put syrup on pancakes. I won't put ketchup on french fries. I'll, I'll have sir- – like I just don't what like What does ketchup. it feel like if I – if you put – if I like – Put ketchup on your fries. What would that feel like? Um, I, th- I think that's what anger. That's, or I, yeah, I just or? I know that I don't like it, so I get grossed out by it. So it's gross. It's like a it's a visceral barf kind of. Well, that's what we're starting. I'm starting to think it is. It's a textural thing. So yeah, it's sure. like, but it you, is, I like just to relate. It is a, a red goo. <laughs> it is re- right, exactly. <laughs> like it's not crazy. No, it's not the best. Or Sex even, is gross. Food is gross. Everything's gross. <laughs> Everything's so gross. I'm like I'm You're, with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely you're not right. wrong. Yeah. We've just all pushed it down. So you're like, yeah, put that gravy with the bone reduction all over <laughs> that duck's head. It's disgusting. And then I'm going to chew it up in front of everyone. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, okay. Like, like, all right, even more than ketchup. Because ketchup is like the least of my problems. Sure. The, like mayo. I won't. I've Another good choice. Yeah. You what know what I'm fuck, saying? What the fuck is mayo? Mayo, in my head, all mayo has gone bad. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Does that make sense? Like a all, great opening All line. of it's been sitting out in the sun for four hours, and I'm about but to Sean, eat But Sean, it's sold in the non-refrigerated <laughs> aisle, isn't it? Yeah, I think it I'm is. I'm pretty sure. Do you know, Andrew? Isn't it just like in the, next to the bread? I think it might be. And once you open it, now you have to refer. Yeah. It was eggs the whole time. <laughs> It was cooked in whipped eggs with oil, and then it's like, don't worry about it. And then you open it, and then the air joins yeah. it in some fucked up waltz that starts turning it into raw peanut exactly. butter. The eggs go, freedom! And then, yeah. now I go bad. <laughs> Again, like, while I, you know, I don't eat mayonnaise now, but I did. It wasn't because I don't like mayonnaise that I don't eat mayonnaise. Yeah. But like, you're again, you're right. It is a gross, and it's a very, there's something almost like... It is fat. It's just you're eating fat. You're eating fat, the fat off of something. But I just mean texturally. It's yes. like got that like. Yes. It sounds, yes. it sounds like dry mouth. Yes, it does. It looks like something in the olden days. That's what they'd shave you with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's old fashioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have shaving cream yet. Here's some mayo. They know. Yeah, they know. We don't have shaving cream <laughs> yeah. yet. It'll be, we're a couple years away from shaving cream. Uh, they're working on it. It also is one of the grossest things ever. You ever have a conversation with somebody and they have mayo in the corner of their mouth? Yep. But, Sean, you're right. You know, you're in a safe place. <laughs> this is so gross. Mayonnaise or like in their teeth. Yes. You have a teeth-colored thing on your teeth? You have white on your white teeth. Gross. And, and, and it's grossing me out. It's gross. It's Everyone disgusting. Knows. Brian Regan has a bit about running out of eggs when he's cooking and putting mayonnaise in the recipe instead of eggs. Oh, and really? everyone groans. Yeah. And it's because it is gross. It is gross. The mayonnaise people just have good PR and they're like, yeah, but put it on the sandwich. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. It's good PR people. It's a guy with slick back hair. It's like, nah, you need us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need us for your sandwiches. And, and all you're basically doing is wetting up your sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just, that's basically like, no, nah, but you put it on a sandwich. Oh, yeah, but you just want it so that you have some moisture in your sandwich. How about this? Get good chicken. 
Get good cooked <laughs> chicken. You don't need mayo. I'm a chicken aficionado. You're I know about right. chicken. You, you have good chicken. Open you open a restaurant anything. called Good Chicken. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, the chicken itself is moist. Yeah. You dumb shit. What are we in a bunker? What do we need to simulate a time where chicken was better with your fucking canned of mayonnaise? <laughs> yeah. Can, canned of yeah. mayonnaise. Your, your freaking de- depression era food that you have. <laughs> Your giant, your oh, giant please. government issued. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't get me started on like a cafeteria oil drum yeah. of mayonnaise. Just your vat of mayonnaise that you go to to make your sandwiches taste better. And if you've ever been at a picnic, this is just so gross. Some people are really having a hard time with this. But if there's something mayonnaise based that's been left out, yes. it starts to look like a meringue pie. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you wanna, you're eating that. And I eat crappy food, but I just can't stand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, idea. you're right. Everything's gross, Sean. Yeah, everything's gross. Like. I want to eat sushi. I want to eat sushi really yep. bad. And you love sushi. And we went. I did, and you yep. took me mm-hmm. to the place. And I wanted to eat it so bad then. And I went with Dan St. Germain the other day. He had sushi. And I yeah. was about to eat it. And yeah. I was like, I'm, I just can't. It's the a textural thing. The raw fish. Well, yep. Yeah. Look, these are all hurdles. You yeah. get to jump over the first. I'm not putting you down. I'm no, saying, no, no. You stopped at the starting line. <laughs> like, yeah. We all started <laughs> on this like gross food race. And if you can yeah. jump over ketchup on fries, <laughs> yeah. 20, 30 hurdles down, you're like raw fish on sugar. Yeah, you're right. Rice. That's a good way to put it, actually. And you just like opted out from the beginning. Yes. I went, what is this? Bowling alley food? Yeah. yeah that's what I want. You that's want exactly chicken fingers? What I want. That's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll eat like, I'll eat fish. I'll eat cooked fish. Sure. I'll eat, I'll eat chicken, fish, beef. I'll do whatever. All of them. But for some reason, when you start putting, like, I did this thing where I had to taste a bunch of burgers, <laughs> and they were just putting a bunch of stuff, and it was for like some pilot presentation, whatever it was. Sure. Like whatever, one of those videos that you know, never gets made, whatever. Right. And they were like, "Hey, was, this is the best burger in town," and it had like pickles on it and and mustard and uh and ketchup and it had i think onions or whatever whatever and i was like and it was like a real big issue like i was like i had to really just suck it up and just take a bite of this burger oh you had to do it for the show i did it for the show did you eat it and just turn into guy fury and instantly you were like (laughs) i've been wrong like you loved it get bleach tips (laughs) Ah, oh man someone someone who loves him write him an email This is just subject pump the brakes and no body. <laughs> no body. Just be out of love. Yeah, right. Exactly. Take it easy, guy. But yeah, so I ate it and no, immediately I was just not – I couldn't get over the fact that yeah. I was tasting all these squishy things. And There's these a lot things. of squishy things. A lot of squishy There's things. A lot of there. wet things and a lot of strange things and a lot of things yeah. from different areas and different animals. Like, yes. Like different sources and they've all been blended together into this one thing. Like I, I'm, I'm, as I'm talking to you, if you had come on and been like, I love mayonnaise, I could have a conversation with you about how much I love mayonnaise. Yeah. I mean? <laughs> but if you'd like to go down the it's gross route. Yeah. Yeah. You have reasons for that too. Of course. I yeah. see your point. But uh, so what? What do you like? You, the chicken fingers. Like, what's your favorite meal, and what are you harping on now? My favorite meal is probably like, like fried chicken. Fried chicken with French with French fries or yeah. whatever. It's my probably yeah, yeah, favorite. Yeah. It's just the most. But well, there's a nice that. wet chicken. Which, there's, exactly. It's a wet chicken. It's a wet chicken. You fried it. Yeah, you fried it. But here's what's kind of a, a weirdness is that I guess the oil is like one of the ingredients in mayonnaise. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. But oil, I'll put... I'm have, not trying to have you no, go like... No, it actually you're helps. You're right, I'm no, full of baloney. No, no, you're right. I'm bullshitting. I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I, no, it's no. It's a crazy thing. It's well, an absolutely crazy thing. You know what uh, Dr. Gary Penn, whose book is available now, that's my therapist, mm-hmm. says? He goes like, paranoid. we always talk about how paranoid people are right. 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we are. Like, when you're paranoid, you're right. Like, you could have an aneurysm. You could have a heart attack. Someone you love, people don't even like saying this, could be in danger right yes. now. Touch wood, touch wood. That, all that is true. It's when those things start to make you, and this is what he says, when they make you their bitch, when they make you its bitch. So yeah. he's like, let's say this crunchy bar, which you so lovingly brought me, thank you. <laughs> I don't like if it's not parallel with the table. There's nothing wrong with that except that I've given it power. That's what he would say. Yeah, right. So he would be like, it's better to like let it be askew or like eat the fucking burger just to have dominion over this thing. Yeah, to have control over it. But it doesn't seem to bother you, right? Unless you're saying no, it does get in the way. I think it does. I think, I think that it gets in the way that I'm probably not trying other stuff and I'm probably – it's probably a confidence issue, you know. What do you mean? I'm, it probably – if I'm not doing that, I think like you ever have a thing where – Whatever, whatever shortcomings you think you have, you think everybody knows. Mm. So you, you, you believe like everybody knows. So when I'm walking around like one of the hardest things ever is like you go out to – I don't go out to eat with – you don't really go out to eat with people. When you do, as friends that already know I eat like that and they, yeah. just, they make – and even friends I've known for years like Dan St. Germain or whoever sure. will make comments about how I eat even to this day. I know for 10 years. Even to this day. Friend, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I, I'm a, a vegan. I don't even eat fish anymore. And when I go out, I still have friends that have had thousands of meals with me still giving me shit. Giving you shit. Like, you can't eat this. I'm like, why are we talking about this? (laughs) It's just what I want to eat. Yes, yes. There's the stereotype that it's always the vegan that brings it up. No, it's not. No. It's the motherfucker asking me why I didn't get cheese on my salad. I don't want to talk about it, Dan. (laughs) I just don't want the cheese. Can it be? I don't want cheese with my lettuce. Exactly. Because I don't buy what the dairy people are saying. Why do I have to eat it how you eat it? Yeah, exactly. But the way it's every meal. It's every meal. And the way it is, the way that the world is, you're, he's he's almost right. Everybody else does eat it the other way, and yeah. I'm the one who like doesn't. The syrup on the pancakes thing is like a huge. Like you tell people, people that, and really they go, upset. "Are you even from here? Like, what uh, do you even know?" Well, welcome to the to the trust tree because <laughs> I get enjoying the flavor. I also will eat a plain bagel. That is something I will do. No with, cream cheese, just eat a bagel. This is back in the day when I was eating bagels with yeah. cream cheese, you, you see. And I would still enjoy like just the basic pleasure of gnawing on something. That's yeah. just basically information. <laughs> you know, it's not it's even funny, food. It's how just, you worded that, you're like, the basic pleasure of gnawing on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it is a gnaw. Yeah, it is it's a like gnaw. you have a hunk of bread and you're like, yeah. mm, I could make this last to 78th Street. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But it, like a, a pa- pancakes are, have a nice taste to it, and then you get the. But you don't want it. Can I guess what you don't like is when you get the maple syrup spill, and then a pancake is sitting in it longer because you have yeah. five pancakes and you're putting syrup on, and then that bottom pancake, the the garden apartment pancake. <laughs> Is saturated. You pick it up. It's like, is someone fainting from low blood sugar? <laughs> Who needs this tree sweet? Yeah, it just becomes a complete. Yeah, it, be, it becomes super saturated. They yeah. call it. Is yeah. that why, or is it just you don't like the combo? I don't like the combo, and yeah, of the that's, taste or the texture, the wetness or the what? I think it's the t- the texture of the syrup, and yeah. I think that I've just, I've just told myself I don't like the taste of syrup. Interesting. What yeah. if I made a like a you know like McGriddle, right? Yeah, or isn't that what that's I mean, called? It's the McDonald's pancake. You take a oh, oh, that's the pancake sandwich that McDonald's. Well, made? I'm saying, what if I gave you a pancake that had maple syrup taste in it? Would you not like that? I I probably I wouldn't eat it because I have it in my head that I don't like syrup. So I just be like, no, 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 I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. Or like if I like, so I had pan- I got pancakes the other day and then a piece of fruit. Ca- I like fruit. 
I, yeah. I'll eat fruit. Yeah. Fruit came on top of it. I didn't want the taste of fruit on my pancakes. That's where we get really interesting is yeah. the mixing of things. The mixing of things. Something that you would eat on top of something you would eat and yes. you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder yes. what it is. Yeah. There, don't you think we could, like, if we had, like, a Minority Report style, like, swooshing and swiping and fast forwarding uh, of your whole life, we could find the moment where you were like oh, little yeah. baby Sean in a diaper walking in and there's your dad and he's just putting an ungodly amount of syrup yeah. on his pancakes then he picks them up with his hands and he was like <laughs> drunk and, and weird and sweaty <laughs> and in that moment you shit and you got an erection and it was just like the most confused you've ever been and this it is was, just you like fighting was, that battle you're still fighting it was it. an oral and an anal complex at the same time <laughs> yes there yes. has to be there's got to be some moment but are you that way in your life do you want like don't mix this aspect of my life with this like do you bring your wife to shows like do you let things merge and mix I bring my wife to shows but sometimes I feel uncomfortable about it because I think she's immediate like she <laughs> when you sit around with comics and you talk inside baseball comedy stuff yeah, for four hours by the end of it she's just like yeah I'm not going to do this again yeah. so it's mostly for her I don't want to but then what she wants to come every once in a while and I get there is an anxiety that I get that I'm like oh you're not going to have a good time and I'm right. going to have to run around and, and talk to people and run back up and but you don't, and, that, that's normal but, and not to say that your food thing is Apple. Yeah, it's yeah, but that's a normal, unique. Yeah, but you don't have other things in your life where you're like, this doesn't touch this. No, not really. Good. I th- maybe it's friends and family. Like I don't want, like like my I don't I, that, I but I'm not actively trying to control that. But maybe yeah. deep deep down I'm trying to be like, yeah, I don't want these two things to mix. Like it's interesting. I don't want my all my friends, my comedy friends, to be hanging out with my sister and my parents, <laughs> you know, my mom and my you know you know what I'm saying. Keep but the I world just, separate. Yeah, but again, that's, that's <clears throat> it's just a normal. thing. I don't want to say normal, but that's more ordinary. More ordinary. Yeah. More ordinary. No, I think it's just a f- I think it's a food thing, and I yeah. think you know what it was. My sister is the same way. She's actually my sister is actually worse than me when it comes to being eating stuff plain and less she eats less foods than really? I do and stuff like that. And she read an article once that she. She thinks she heard it's an Irish that it's an I can be an Irish thing. Really? From where? From yeah. From having. I'm not from Ireland. I'm from here. <laughs> yeah, but but you're, the, you're but having the genetics yeah. of the Irish genetics because. But I'll be. I'll tell you this much. Anybody I know who has that issue mm. has Irish genetics. Really? Yes, and, and overwhelmingly Irish genetics. Do you know Steve O'Brien? Yes, Remember I do. Steve O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team Steve, I'm outing her right now, but Steve O'Brien's girlfriend, yeah. Megan, who's awesome, also same thing. Really? We commiserate over it. We talk about what we want, we'll eat, and we don't eat, and stuff like that. No yes. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know what makes the whole topic so interesting to me is that food, sex, uh, death, birth, all of these like kind of gross things have very good PR. And what's interesting about you <laughs> as like a case study is like, here we have Sean Donnelly. He, uh, he does not buy into the lie that like grinding up a thousand cows and putting it in a patty and putting on the uh, million tomatoes with the syrup and all that. And, and we all just kind of like hook, line, and sinker. We're like, yes. Yes, you, you know just do you? it. And yeah. then you're this weirdo, and I mean that as a compliment yeah. to the side, going like, <laughs> why did we all believe that? You know? Like... It, it reminds me of like that's a good that's a that's an interesting point. But are, you're you're also telling yourself other stories, which helps me understand the stories that I'm believing. You're like this is bad, and then I've been told that this, that is good. Syrup on pancakes, it's good, and you're thinking it's bad. It yeah. just kind of shows the human mind's ability to kind of believe almost anything. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You chose. You went ba 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 ba. Not loving it. <laughs> <laughs> And that over and over again. Why should I'm loving it work any better than I'm not loving it? Like, 
you just see the blank slate, and this is where advertising really makes us its bitch, and this is where all of all of like cultural norms make us their bitch. And yeah. you, you're like uh, patient X. But I, <laughs> you're patient, patient zero. Yeah, and everybody liking stuff is the outbreak. Is that what you're That's that, what I'm that, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and someday we'll study your genes. <laughs> Yeah, he. Yeah, I'm the Joan of Arc of not eating things. Yeah. Like, but it's weird that you're not like a strange skinny guy. That's the thing. Well, it, that's where you come to the soda thing. Uh, that I drink too much soda, and the foods that I'm eating aren't the greatest foods for me. And I'm right. not. I don't play. I don't play basketball every day. I don't. Do, sure. I try to get it and do stuff, but I don't. I don't follow through with it. So it's not exercising, and it's probably that's where also genetics because I literally I just look. Pretty much how my dad looked. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much at this point. What? It's so weird that we are these people. Yes. And we have our own brains and we cultivate likes and dislikes. And you married someone and you have friends in this career. And then deep down somewhere at a very core level, you're just becoming fucking Father Donnelly. Like we can't run (laughs) as fast as we run. I slowly, I hear myself making the same sounds as my dad. Oh, yeah. I'll cut a fart that smells like my dad. Dude, I, I saw a picture of myself once, and my forearm was out, and I and I was like twenty two at the time, mm. and I just my forearm was prominent in the picture, and I go, "That's my dad's forearm. That's not my that arm. Funny? Like I funny? didn't even recognize my like it was me in the picture, but I was right. like, that is my dad's. That's what I picture my dad's forearm. Yeah, as. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I look like my father, and I'll look at photos, and I'll see thirty seven year old dad, mm-hmm. and that's fucking. I guess it's a good feeling and a bad feeling, or a strange feeling and a good feeling. But it's a good feeling because you feel like a connection almost. You yeah. feel connected sure, to them, and sure. you get along with your dad. I listen to the podcast. I do, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. And I, I really got along with my dad. He, he's not around anymore. But, but I, where did where do you go? He, <laughs> he's he's hunting snakes. He's looking for more snakes for me. Your dad died. never came. My dad died. Yeah, oh, my dad I'm died so a while sorry. ago. Oh, that's okay. That's when okay. when did he die? He died in two thousand. He okay. died in March of two thousand. So oh, it's been a while. But you were close. We were close. We were real close. So yeah. it's funny because what you all you have is like if I, I have family that lives in Jersey and I don't see them that often. And when they, they do see me or they see pictures of me on Facebook, they go, oh, my There's God, your you're dad. your father. And right. it makes you feel sad, but it makes you feel glad as well because you, you feel a connection. You know, as somebody that looks at life just being life, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and recycling itself and repeating, it does take a little bit of the sting of death away. It's like, where could you go? Like, your dad yeah. died, and uh, I don't mean any disrespect, but no, here, yeah. here he is, too. Absolutely. But not even just in the bloodline way. It's just like, there's aspects of all of us in it, in every of us. Yes. In every of in us. Every of us, yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> and any of all of us. I'm just saying life continues to live, and we're all a part of that thing. So even if you can't, on a very base level, go like, well, this is the lineage, and I'm continuing the legacy of the Donnellys, it's all one thing doing what it does. So it takes a little bit of the sting out of dying. Yes, absolutely. And I think I'm not really religious, so that's... That what you just said kind of makes you think. Oh, that's what religion that's, is. That's what this is. That's what this is. Religion is an attempt at zooming out and going. Look, and going. Look at this one thing that just is breathing and pulsing. Sometimes you'll see like on Facebook. It, sometimes I wonder why I go on Facebook, and then every once in a while there'll be something that I'm like, "That's what I was looking for." Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a shot of Earth from space sped up. And you can see the like the frost coming in and then going out, and it looks like the planet's breathing. Oh, sure. And you're yeah. like, that's why I went on Facebook. Oh, and then yeah. every other time, I'm just there to see which celebrities have died. 
I didn't know that's why I was on there. You're like, am I there for cosmic peace yeah, yeah. or am I there for... <laughs> is this person this? trending for a good reason <laughs> yeah. or the worst reason? <laughs> is Jim Belushi still around <laughs> or is... <laughs> is that a picture of Jim Belushi breathing? Is he okay? <laughs> we do have sped up footage of Jim Belushi just kind He's of eating a, a hoagie. <laughs> it's, it just stills from according to Jim. <laughs> And if you look at it sped up, it looks like he's breathing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you were but, saying... No, so oh, yeah, yeah, basically, that's you're right. And, that's, and actually, that's a very nice way to put it. And, yeah. that, and <clears throat> I don't think of that stuff enough, and I do. But when I do, I do think back to my dad. I do think sure. fondly. And I think, that is, that's, I think that's why... It's funny, because I want to have kids, and I... And now I'm, I'm, we're trying to have kids now, me and my wife. Oh, great. Yeah, and, and Isn't it funny that we have a socially acceptable way of, I'm leaving it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, not using condoms uh, lately. It's back to the I'm, PR there's of no sex. Pill. Yeah, it's like, ex- exactly. It's a fun way. Yeah, because it just becomes, yeah, when it's like that, if, yeah. you, if you said, yeah. you're right, because that could be a totally different thing. You'd be like, yeah. if I just came on and be like, hey, I'm having sex with this woman and I'm just leaving it in her. Like, if I just said that, you'd be like, that's gross. Yeah. But I just made it the very magical, yep. very like we're life. Trying. To have we're kids. trying to have We're kids. Trying. Moshe Kasher has a very funny bit about. Oh, that. does he? Yeah. I hope I didn't subconsciously take that part from it. It's a very good bit. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's hilarious. Check him out, Moshe Kasher. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, so that's great. You want to have kids, and then there you go. There's another little dad. Well, that, right. There's another little. Da- there's another there's little another Sean little that's going to right. Exactly. But you're a little him. Yeah. And oh my God. But it's not in a way. play Elton John right now. Yeah, they, yeah right. It's, it's a way that can just be done without any pretense. I, I hate the idea of being like, well, I want to uh, continue. Like you said, there's no legacy aspect to it. Yeah. It's just like, no, you're your own person, but you do have those hints of yeah. where you came from and, yeah. and hopefully the good parts of what you. And someday what, yeah. your kid will go, oh no, that's Sean's forearm. <laughs> or, yeah. oh no, I, I can't eat a corn dog that's dipped in mustard <laughs> because, or whatever it is. Yeah. Damn my father, I can't eat. A- yeah, I want any mustard. I wonder if you had kids, if you would. One of those things where sometimes the kids like open us up to like the weird things we have, and you see him eating a fistful of mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, like a punk yeah. band. And you're like, damn, I gotta start eating like, mayonnaise. Oh. He looked at me, he held it up quivering, <laughs> and he wanted you to eat it. And you were like, all right, I gotta eat it. This is what being a dad yeah, is. Probably, and that's what it does. Yeah. yeah, I think that it kind of expands because I see how I see my nephew. My, my sister lives in LA, and she has a son, and I see him. And it's funny to see him kind of like, it's also funny to see how they pick up. That, that they're basically they are just basically sponges. I'm sure that's that's been said a million different times, but they sure. are sponges. It's that's insane to see, even because yep. I don't hang around with kids. They're little which GoPros. Is a good thing. What? They're little GoPros. The little GoPro walking around and filming just everything. Filming everything. If he picks up on. Literally, I said the movie. I said dances with. I go. He was pretending he was a wolf one day, and he was stomping around her house. And I'm like, "Oh, it's dances with wolves." Yeah. And then I, I should go. He goes, "Dances with wolves." What's dances with wolves? And then my sister from the other room goes, "It's a grown up movie. It's a grown up movie." Because uh. he won't stop talking about dances with wolves. Like he wouldn't stop until he saw dances with wolves. So she was like, "It's a grown up movie. You can't oh, see it God. yet." Oh my God. Because he was just he's relentless. But just change the title he, card on Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. There's your fucking wolves. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut yeah, up. exactly. But it was so interesting to me. I'm like, right away, me just saying the word dancing with wolves. And he was like, yep, this is with me. Imagine forever. having a brain that's just like so hungry and minimal, minimally used. Yeah. Meaning you've grown all these new neurons and you just, you're craving something to study. Yeah. And then you're and just, then, you're basically, you're trying to learn. Right. Like we're, we're trying, in our age, we're trying, we're like, I think we're the same age, actually. 37? 
I'm 38. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah okay, same. Okay, yeah, around the same age. Uh, and we're trying to remember stuff. Yeah. Like we're just trying to be like, hey, I want to have room for like important shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, that's kind of what I do when I walk around. Like I don't. It's more things... of a filtration. Thing. Are <laughs> you plenty? But you're trying to go like, which of this is important? Absolutely. Yeah. You ever and have he's somebody just going dances with walls? <laughs> I'm trying to forget parts of Dances with Wolves to clear out space for phone numbers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it wasn't a big Not deal. even phone I, I know. All I know is it won the Oscar. That's the only thing. You know, it's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. kind of things. It's but when it, we loved Kevin Costner. Exactly. And we still love him. Well, he keeps trying to get it, work his way back into our hearts. Well, he's sneaking in with the Superman shit in the Carhartt jacket. <laughs> yeah, keep tossing that lumber onto the back of the pickup. We remember Waterworld, Kevin. <laughs> Blue collar Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quit your ways. <laughs> Blue Costner. Blue Costner. Yeah. Uh, but, but you want to? Are you are you scared of having the guy with the kids? Val and I talk about it all the time, and sometimes we get uh, baby fever. We'll watch other people's babies. Yeah. And you get baby fever. I'm not. I'm. I. I'm more realistic now. I thought when I was like 20, I was like, oh, I'll be. I didn't even know I'd be at the point that I'm at now, and I thought I'd be married with. Kids by three kids by the time I was thirty. Whoa, I was wow! Like, oh, I'll be married with kids, and that's my, how it's going to go. Where are you and from? Long Island. I was. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> Were you saying this down by the pizza yeah. parlor with the Frogger machine? I was at the, outside the mall. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, was just, I was outside at Orange Julius, and I just said, I'm like, "Yeah, this, know, sounds, this is about it." I think I'll wait till I'm nice and old. <laughs> 30. 30, yeah. <laughs> with, a ripe old age of 30. With four kids <laughs> living in Montauk. <laughs> no, so basically, I thought that's the way my life was going to go because I had all these. I was like, oh, I'll just get a job and work a job, and that's sure. what I'll do before sure. I do comedy. Mm. So now I was like, and, and if an opportunity would have arose, I probably would have done that and never done comedy. It would have been terrible. Oh, but wow. now what happens is I'm older, and I'm kind of like, I know I'm more realistic about what it is. So, because I had so many years to think about, like, well, no, and I also had so much experience. Like, I see how my nephew is, I see how my friend's kids are, and I'm like, and it's hard. It's really hard. Even besides having to provide, I see how much it can be really hard to deal with. You know what? I, I just today in the, in the elevator, I had to take the dog down to shit. Like your bed. <laughs> I, had, I, I took him down to shit. And, and as I was thinking about babies, I was like, a baby's probably like eight Brodies. Like, all, all eight dogs, like a weird dog walker. That's probably like one baby. There's yeah. probably someone that has a baby that's like, it's 150 Brodies, <laughs> you fool. And I swear Brody looked at me and I thought I heard him say, you know, I'm just imagining. He goes, enjoy this time. Yeah. <laughs> It's co- winter's coming. Yeah, We're going to name our baby winter. Yeah, so that's what it's like. And now I think I have all that stuff in my head, and I'm like, I know how tough this would be. And still in my gut, I'm like, I still want to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Isn't that fun? Yeah. And, and, and you know it's going to be weird and, and probably at times terrible. You know what I mean? I, I feel like now, thanks to guys like Louie and stuff, we know we have the voices that are like, and it fucking sucks with the fucking baby. Yeah, yeah. You know it's I mean? realistic. As yeah. opposed to in the 50s, it's like you just got blackout drunk and talked yeah. about cans and games. <laughs> yeah, so you, you never talked about your baby. You shoved in all your emotions yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it came out as cancer when you were 55. I was going to say. <laughs> you just put them all into one tumor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your tumor bank. But now we can your... let them out. Yeah. But it's going to be... But do you ever come... Sometimes I... Confession: I will comfort myself knowing other. I'm a knucklehead. I know other knuckleheads that have babies. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. You go like, well, if Dan can do it, yeah. Keep saying Dan. Oh yeah. But you know what I mean? Oh absolutely. That's got to be comforting. Yeah, absolutely. Especially other comedians, because you're like, you get this idea that you need to be 
at a Seinfeld level, you don't have to have $80 million to make a baby. No, you don't. You, you'll be fine. And, but, I, you, but you do hear that. People will say, well, you've got to be at a certain point before you can have a baby. Right. And you get like, terrified well, you of that. you have that great line. What, the, which one? There's a bad time to have a baby. Oh, there's a great When you're still paying for things in change, <laughs> it's a bad time to have a baby. Yeah, yeah right, it's, exactly. It's funny, it's true. Oh, thanks, yeah. No, but, th- yeah, right, exactly. You, you shouldn't be past a certain point. You shouldn't be paying stuff in change. Is that I a always, nickel? Oh, that's a washer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand over to your pregnant I always wife. wanted to say, as part of that, I always wanted to go... I always want to say after that, if you're still ordering chocolate milk at a diner, like, and that's and that never gets a laugh, but that's what I do. I still I order so chocolate funny. milk at a diner. No, that 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 should get a laugh. It should get a laugh. It's but really it doesn't. funny. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, chocolate milk in a diner. Yeah, and you get looked at every time you order chocolate milk, and you're over the age of twenty. Yeah, people look at you like you're a, a, a yeah. you're a monster. Yeah, you're yeah. about to murder suicide. About- <laughs> <laughs> he ordered a chocolate milk. That's when I knew I should have run. <laughs> Thankfully, everyone in the diner did run <laughs> yeah, right. because it was just a suicide. <laughs> it's terrible. But yeah, so I think of that and I, yeah, you see the examples and you yeah. see, well, this guy's handling it and he's good and you know your life's going to change. The funny thing is you get two things when you tell comics that you want to have kids. One is they say, well, you got to be at a level to have them. Yep. And the other one is you'll get a bunch of great material, which yep. I always think is such a, yeah. that, that, I always think that's people that are never going to have kids that say that because yeah. I'm like, it's such a frivolous reason. Right. Or get married. <laughs> like the- you need new bits. <laughs> Fucking talking about Stan. <laughs> yeah, I change it from you Dan know it's to Stan. Stan that yeah, yeah. does that. Of course, well, yeah, yeah. at the VFW Hall. Can't we just do something <laughs> not for the material? Right. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Can't, can't I we, still talk can't about? Can't just bullshit? be a life thing, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it have to be that this is all? Oh, this will help my career. But isn't that the that's the balance that we're trying to all walk as comedians and and as people? It's like I think I'm going to eventually I'm really on a pretty hot path like a comet burning up interest in discussing myself yeah I've said this on the podcast many times but I'm really starting to feel that burn up where hopefully the podcast will become more and more about the guest instead of about me and the guest because I just I'm starting to not care as much that's when you maybe should have a baby yes can I can I I say I did know a lot of people from high school that got married right out of college Uh, I should have said college and then now they just have babies and then and then you put your dreams on those babies and that's fine that doesn't mean you can't have your dreams as well right it's just you know I hear a lot of stories that it can you know put a damper on your ballet career <laughs> you have a fucking baby <laughs> yeah but or or you have to you know figure that out it's going to be tricky but there is something kind of nice about being like oh i've i've flared up enough and i've seen i to quote Jerry Maguire, I've been to the puppet show and I've seen the strings. I get it. I know what it feels like to this, this, and this. And now feels like a good time to bring something else in that I'm not going to quietly resent for squashing daddy's vibe. Absolutely. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. <laughs> and I'll just be like, come on in, kill the vibe. It's not that interesting. Well, that's how I feel. Like, did you? That's exactly how I feel right now, where I'm like, well, now is a, a comfortable time to do this because yeah. I, and I'm not even at the point that you're at, but I'm saying, even the point that I'm at now, I'm like, well, I'm working. So if I'm working, then I can do this, and this kind of it will yep. help me yeah. out. Because the way I always thought of it, one thing I've also realized is like I've been doing comedy ten years, and almost ten years. And one thing I've realized is that I I'm, I realized how much stuff I turned down over the past ten. Once I start, once you got rolling, yeah. once into comedy, how much life stuff that I turned down. Oh and yeah. I, and I and you see people, and you go, oh yeah, they they got so much older, and this and that. And the other thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, I just because every comedy was the first priority for so long yeah. that it's like you're like, oh, I just. Fucked myself. I you just didn't fucked let my... the you didn't let the pancakes touch the syrup. <laughs> exactly. We were just you and I both have been focusing on just pancakes. Just pancakes. Just like, dry pancakes. I've been doing comedy for like sixteen years. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. So it's just like just comedy, 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 and then after a while, you're like, fuck it, put the syrup on. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, and it's, I'm glad that I came to that realization, but you also feel like you, it feels like you lost time a little bit. Cause, you know. Yeah, I, I also talk because, no, oh, sorry, you're, you're absolutely right. That is the cultural idea. But going back to the PR and kind of the mass, not mass hypnosis, that sounds like it's a lie. Everything's kind of a lie. But it's just like, traditionally th- speaking, people would be like, well, you four went. Having a child when you were young and spry and yeah. chasing it and getting <laughs> fucking when, when the harvest was, was yeah exactly was out and you're <laughs> but you know it goes both ways there's there's truth to that like you and I probably could have absolutely could have had kids many kids by now and yeah they'd be teenagers yeah <laughs> they'd have like fucking weird teenage boys and <laughs> yeah. girls and they'd be smoking and <laughs> yelling at them and all that weirdness yeah. and it but you know I see it both ways I, I have I have a lot of friends with kids and that's that's just the other way to go. It's, it, yeah. Neither way is going to be like perfect. No, no, neither way. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's yeah. not going to be perfect. And that's, but I'm always like, I, I think of it as, oh, did I, I, I'm always downing myself anyway. So it's like one of those things where I'm like, well, did I make a mistake? Did I wait too long? Really? Do, oh, sure. Yeah, you, yeah. You're a second guest guy. Oh, yeah, all the time. Dwelling. Yeah. Choices I, are freaky. Yeah, I, think I, I think I grew up in a way that was like, it was very... You don't realize how your family is until you get outside of it, and then I oh, and you go to therapy. But therapy that, yeah. is like a big thing for me because I uh, it made me realize I'm like, oh, I grew up because when you're growing up, you especially think it's normal, you think it's no, everything's yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in that universe, and yeah, you think yeah, yeah. everything's normal. So like when I I grew up and everything, it was very. I grew up in a loving family, but it was very negative. So, yeah. but we but we 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 honeycombed it. <laughs> we oh, we absolutely honeycombed it as uh, no, we're realistic. We're realistic, yeah, and when you're from New York and you're from Massachusetts, yep. East Coast things are like, no, 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 you don't want to be your, your your cynicism gets masked as like is like, no, no, we're being realistic, we're being real, right, and this is right. this is how, how it is. I'm all of Kitteridge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, sweetheart. <laughs> Stay at home and glaze a hand. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. That goes back to DGP's point is like paranoid people are right and overly negative people are right. They're going to yes. laugh at you. They probably will. They probably You're going to fail. Probably. You need those people in your, in your life that go like, it is going to suck. Like, um, what did I say recently? I was like, uh, I was talking about a dog. You get a dog, dog shit everywhere that you have to take him out to pee and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And somebody was shitting on me from my family about having a dog and they were like, oh, do you like picking up his shit? And I was kind of like, like, you have no... Uh, compromise in your life whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And I go, not a compliment. Because <laughs> you can yeah. hole up and just be like, oh yeah, stay in, watch Netflix, get takeout and jerk yep. off and go to bed. And like you'll have nothing to worry about. Every once in a while, it, it is a pain in the ass to take Brody for a walk. Today it was raining. I got to take him out in the rain and he's freaking out because it's raining. And I'm like, you got a shit, buddy. You got a shit. And I'm, I'm getting wet. He's getting wet. Yeah, fucking A. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you, Peter. Right. Way to not let the practicality of don't get a dog stop you from the joy of having a dog because for all of that and everybody knows the rest of this thought there's moments where you know he jumps on the bed and makes me laugh and all the good stuff absolutely but, and that's yeah and that's what you realize but but yeah when, when but being negative but being negative uh, takes coming a toll, from right it, it i think it takes its toll of like <laughs> like 
it, t- it takes its toll, but it kind of comes back to the food thing as well because what it is is like, well, I don't want to try that food because I, I know I'm not going to like it. Because yeah. a lot of foods I haven't even tried that Honey, I'm like, I don't want to try it. Can I just say, yeah. it's not true for everybody, but the feeling, and again, when I go home, oftentimes if I see some of the same people that I grew up with, they all want to go to the same place. And I, maybe I am an L.A. cliche, and I'm like, let's go to that sushi place. Like, like you said, I like sushi. Yeah. I looked up on Yelp. Like nobody, oh God, not that it's that special, but nobody I know from where I lived, I'm thinking about my family, uses Yelp or goes no, like, look no, at that no, new yeah. restaurant. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah. all like, why would we want to eat Ethiopian food? You know yeah. what I mean? It's that right. mentality. Right, right, right. And right. you know what? You're right. This is why we have a homogenized pasteurized society, which is no matter where you go, you can go to a Chili's because we're fucking dopes and we want to eat the same shit the same everywhere. Shit over, over, yeah. And that's fine. But we're, lo- it's not fine though. There, you're losing out on life. To quote Duncan Trussell, if we are in these spacesuits, meaning our body, that expire, we should be licking, touching, and fucking everything that everything. we can. Yeah. But it sucks that the the thief, the person that steals the experiences from you or wants you to have fewer experiences, actually is making a valid point. Ethiopian food might give you diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> let's go into the woods anyway. Yeah. And let's see what happens. Yeah, I think it's and then that. And they laugh at you when you do have diarrhea. Like, was it worth it? Shut up, Clarice. <laughs> It's Jodie Foster. Yeah. What silence of the lamb? It's a grown-up movie. It's a grown-up movie. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. right. It's it's not it's growing up with the idea of yeah, don't be afraid to fail. I think right. that's what comes into it. Because yep. I grew up with the idea of like, oh, if I, they, they're going to laugh at you as a big one. I'm going to be embarrassed doing what this. What will people think? Is yeah, the biggest I, thing. It's that just stops. like, but why not? It was never like try whatever you can do whatever you want to do you can be whatever you want to be it was never that it was yeah. also like a, hey this is a like I was gonna be a cop I was gonna I took all the tests to be a cop no way. tell you that yeah I took all the tests to be a cop might have been a funny cop <laughs> it would have been a cop that couldn't chase after any I'm like, <laughs> oh I didn't mean that no, yeah, I just yeah, meant like you would have been funny yeah. oh, yeah. like, get out of here you fucking knucklehead. yeah I would have gotten nothing done yeah. you'd try and intimidate people but it wouldn't work no like, not at all you're driving with a busted tailpipe <laughs> then you hit it but it doesn't break. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sean isn't very scary. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You so only I, would have been good cop. I would have been good cop. Good cop that wasn't very good at. Like put yeah. it this way. Like I, one of the tests I took was you take the psychological. So you have to take like psychological tests. It's it's, it's common. Whatever. Right. It's like part of the thing. Yeah, that's one of the tests. If you don't eat your pencil, you already have ten points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's like the SATs, basically. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I walked in and I didn't have my tie. I don't know how to tie a tie. That's another thing I don't know how to do. It. Oh. I don't know how to tie a tie, and I've like I don't wear ties a lot. So whenever I do figure it out, I forget like ten minutes later. Like, sure. Kind of so I walked in with a tie. I'm like, hey man, I'm like, can you tie my tie? That's one of the cops. Oh my and the God. thing. And while he's tying my tie, he goes, let me guess, your dad was a cop. And I go, yeah. <laughs> I go, how'd you know that? And I'm thinking he knows because I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what the reason. I literally just guessed. And in his head, he's like, this schmuck. This schmuck's going to be a – he's not going to be a fucking cop. So he was like this. He didn't oh, come with his tie tied. Yeah. And, and he's doing it because his dad did it, and that's why he's going to be a cop. I see. Do you know what I'm saying? So like you're following in your dad's – Following flat, dad's footsteps. Flat footsteps. Flat footsteps, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, there you go. Your dad was a cop? My dad was a cop. He was a New York City cop for a while. And then in the 70s, there was a huge layoff of cops. What? And that's why this, the city in was like... In the 70s? That's, that's why, when we needed cops. And, well, that's why Have that you was seen like that. photographs of Times Square? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was on fire. Yeah, it was with warriors all the time. 
So Wait, why did they lay them off? They then? laid them off. Well, I think the seventies was it a surrender. When, I think that's part of the reason it went to shit a little bit. Uh-uh. I, I think the city was broke. I think the city had no money and it was like a budget issue. I, oh, I'm wow. not sure the details, but I know he got laid off from being a cop, and then uh, he was doing a bunch of odd jobs, and he got. Uh, offered to be a correction officer at Rikers Island like like a year later, and he took that, and then he just kept that until he retired. So he worked in a prison. He was in Rikers Island. Yeah, he oh, was wow. he was a jail guard for like twenty something years, or whatever it was. Like one of the nice ones from Green Mile. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah, was the nice. Yeah, one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he was. The, he, he was. was uh, Hanks. He was Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Urinary he was fat infection. Tom Hanks. That's what he was. Fth. Yeah, he was. He. Yeah, he was like the guy that's probably I I can't imagine he was like it was weird because he was a really nice guy but I he, I could see him being intimidating. Is that funny? That's yeah. my dad too. Really nice, but I'm like I know you can be scary. Did you ever see him be scary? He would never really be that scary with us, but we, I'd see him be scary in I'd hear stories. Like my mom would tell some story about them almost getting robbed and my dad like puffing up and just like using his dad voice and being like, like one story was like, he would be like, I will drop you right here. Like that was my dad's line. (laughs) I don't think he ever, you know, I'd like to ask him if he was ever in a fight, but he would, he would, you would have believed him if he said, I'll drop you. He was from fucking Somerville. Yeah, right. Exactly. My dad was from Brooklyn. So it was kind of a tough thing there, but he was super jolly and friendly and he was really funny, super funny. Yeah. But like I went to the movies with him once and he used to use to yell at us too that was the one thing he did he never hit us he just yelled at us yeah sure and uh and i went to the movies with him once and there was a guy and his girlfriend behind us and we're, we're and the, the coming attractions are starting and these guys these people are talking and they keep they won't stop talking and this guy's talking loud mm. and my dad goes hey can you be quiet i would have moved over there if you didn't or whatever and the guy was like why don't you fucking relax and my dad stopped he goes why don't you fucking relax and, and goes after the like grabs the guy he lunged at him yeah got him and, and picked him up and then the guy was like oh let's just get out of here and, the, and him and the girl and that was the they one left? time they left they, they left Sean, the back of the theater that's the most amazing story i've ever heard in my life <laughs> i have never gone to a movie and not wanted to do that. i know right isn't With that crazy light chit chat yeah. near me that's right we was, just saw no the, wasn't, 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 wasn't no no well, yeah, i'm saying right, yeah. i've wanted to do it for polite chit chat <laughs> yeah. like normal levels of chat we were Val and I saw the new Captain America movie, and it was so IMAX, good. and we, yeah, it was great. And we reserved seating, and we're in that like sweet spot. And I was like, "These are the people that like want to get it." Like we bought them the day it came out, right. stuff. No, it wasn't. It was a bunch of fucking regular movie people that are idiots that are going like, well, "I like eating gum while I eat ice cream," because then it turns into a third thing. And there was this girl behind us that kept talking. She must have been fourteen, and she kept being like, "I talk. I never stop talking. That's just." me i just never shut up like she was saying that during the previews oh and I my was like, god that's that's my that's I want my it. white whale i, I, I exactly want to murder it. her yeah yeah i want a shark to bite her yeah <laughs> it's a deep callback but i wanted to be i wanted to stand up you know what i wanted this is this is 37 year old pete i wanted to stand up and be like these tickets were 30 dollars <laughs> each i don't know who the fuck bought yours yeah. but you're gonna shut the fuck you up shut the fuck up and then the movie was so loud it was a non-issue because they then they shut up no i think she was she was still yammering she was doing a lot of preteen yammering. Uh, uh, but like there were so many explosions that I was like, I picked the right film. But you that's know what? what's happening now. That's and not to sound like an old uh, curmudgeon, you know, sea captain, but I mean like <laughs> But, but I only I, love the sea. <laughs> I love the sea. But that's what's ha- I think because your people are watching are used to talking but all that's the time. What I'm saying. And they on go their to movies phones, and, there's, and there's no reverence. There's no reverence. When movies were talkies and you went and saw them and they'd open a curtain, everyone in there probably gasped like <gasps> <laughs> The size of it, <laughs> shush, or yeah. it'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're just like mm, the big phone. 
Let's go watch the big phone. Yeah, I'm right. About the IMAX screen, they're right. calling it the big, the big phone. The big phone. Yeah, that's the big. But phone. But it goes back to what we're saying. It goes back to syrup on pancakes and like. We are right. Don't go to the movies because people will talk. But we need to go to the movies because it's DGP's point all over again. Don't I can't, like the voices. Don't go to the movies. People talk. They won't shut up. Yes. Yeah. Yet we must venture into the movies. I know that's not you know our parents and our parents' parents were probably like biting bullets to get gunpowder to cook like the one lamb shank <laughs> they had, and they had real problems. Yeah. But fuck it. Our problems can be our problems, and sometimes the problem is having the courage to do something that's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Because I feel the temptation in me to become a dragon, you know, which is a mythic figure that stays in a castle covered in gold he can't spend and virgins. He can't fuck, and that is the risk. It's like I could go to movies, but I don't because someone might chat. Shut up, relax. Just go. And if she's chatting, just like there's even a way to merge with that and allow it, and be like, this is what it's like to live on planet Earth. Yep, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be right. Absolutely, doesn't have to be perfect. And I think I used to go to the movies with the idea. I was like, hey, you ever have the theater to yourself? It's amazing. We just did. Val and I saw a movie, and and I was like, it's the only people there with the best. And at first, I used to think this. It's amazing. Yeah. But just to speak to your point, yeah. a, a buddy of mine who uh, lives in L.A., he, he was like, no, I go when it's packed. Yeah. Because that's when you get the best the reactions. Responses. When you're watching yeah. comedy, that's when you get the uh-huh. laughs. When you get action sequences, it's that's so when you get the reactions. Much better. You see a movie alone, people are like, I hated that comedy. And like, where'd you see it? On a plane. <laughs> middle seat. <laughs> Hey, Diane, it might have been your experience. Yeah. <laughs> like, it might have been the guy that didn't stop farting the entire yeah. time. You get interrupted by a pilot every 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I never told you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna... <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing blue pants. It was always as stupid as shit. I just wanted to tell everybody that I'm wearing blue pants. <laughs> I feel like Homer Simpson. Uh, yep, no, completely agree. So you're right. I, I remember movies that I went when it was packed, and that is the feeling. And but even the mess is the feeling of being, you know, at least you're, it's, it's an alive thing. It's, it's an a, alive thing. It's an alive thing. You're you're experiencing something. But you're it's not- like the parents that like Lysol and Purell everything. It's like we need to allow a certain degree of dirt. And and I don't have any stories about the time that there wasn't a preteen behind me. Then I just would have seen the movie. Right. I'd have been like, oh, and Count America yeah. threw his shield through a window <laughs> yeah, at one yeah, point. Yeah. It's a car window. And was, I didn't think he could do it, but he did it. You're almost getting two shows. You're getting two shows. Exactly. And you're getting something to interact with somebody about later. But if you've ever been like high or mushrooms or weed, or all of these things tend to help you appreciate the phenomenon of everything that's happening. And it helps you, or I should just say it helps me, even alcohol can help you let go of your plan. It should be quiet in here is the plan. Yeah. And then when things start to deviate from this plan that only you know about, yeah. really. I know there's a cultural idea that you're supposed to be quiet in the movies. But like, it, it, if you can surrender, even without substances, of course, it's possible to just go, relax. This is what's happening. And I'm going to say yes to that. And then you can kind of enjoy both shows. You enjoy both shows. And yeah. then when it gets and over the line, go- you have your dad go, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I work in a prison. <laughs> you want to visit me at work? <laughs> and it's also the me getting us or us getting mad about the people talking is our version of that 1950s dad building yeah. up his cancer. Because that's like that's exactly you, right. You learn to let it go, and you learn to turn around and be like, "This is just life, and this is what happens." And that right. this is an experience. This is an experience in itself. Right. Then you you're able to. Then you're you're. You're, and the inside of you is like, thanks for doing that. Thanks right. for not making another little chip at, That's right. at your life. Another little bang on the thing. And I've said this many times up. on the podcast, but I always think when something is going wrong, I think it's the universe playing with me. Meaning I still have a sore spot in my being that is so easily fuckable with that 
of course these experiences get thrown at me until I can learn to surrender a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, it's a joke. It's like a little, like, of course, I'm trying to think of something recently that would happen. Like, I was in my trailer. It's supposed to be all fancy, and there's my wardrobe, and I'm taking the clothes off the the rack, and then all of the coat hangers get all clanged together and fall everywhere. And I laugh instead of going, fuck, the plan is I'm the guy at the show, and I'm changing in my wardrobe, and it's supposed to be right. I'm like, it's the universe playing with me. Yes. And it helps me laugh, and then I feel that tension, that 1950s cancer thing, uh, soften. It relaxes and then it flows again. And we love the image of a river flowing. And when we're in a movie and there's a girl going, I just talk and say, I am. The, I, I can't flow with that. And then what do we get? We get a pond and it's stagnant and it's gross and that's where it Absolutely. It's, it's, it's laughing at the ridiculousness of how you're going to act that's right. towards that. And letting go of your control and your agenda and your belief that you are in control of anything. Yeah, right. Just exactly. surrender. <laughs> Absolutely. Surrender. Maybe you could have watched it at home, but maybe the internet would go out. You know, the universe will find another way. Something to, will get thrown in your way. To yeah. laugh at you for going, you really think you're in charge here? You really think anything's in charge here? Yeah. And I, I'll and make I, you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you won't listen to the universe, it'll make you shit it'll your make pants. You shit <laughs> pants. <laughs> go like, he's not listening. Drop the bomb. That's good payback. That's one of the worst things ever. Isn't it weird to think that Obama at some point shit his pants? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, but he did it in a really cool way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, Somebody, just, it sounded like a trumpet. Yeah. Do you have those cinnamon pine cones? Nope. I shed my pants. They even want to do it. It's cool. I'll be fine. Don't worry. I'm good. It's already evaporated. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, you're amazing. How did your dad die? He died from... He had diabetes. Uh, <laughs> That's my back. joke. Yeah. The joke I made about soda and making your foot disappear. Yeah, yeah. I didn't so, know your dad had diabetes. He had diabetes. So uh, he never really took care of himself after that happened. Like so, You mean he, he got diagnosed and then he was like... He got diagnosed and he was supposed to probably do insulin and stuff, but he would do medicine and then he would eat. He was an overeater, so he, sure. he would actually eat a lot of food. And uh, he would go to like meetings for it and stuff. It was a pre- pretty serious mm. for a while. And then the effects of that, he had um, a regular stroke. He had a couple mini strokes. They had these things called TIAs. They had a couple mini strokes. TIA? The TIA, they're called. They're basically your body telling you, hey, hello, yeah. fucking shape up, or right, right, we're going right. to give you the big one. Almost right. like little minor earthquakes. Little like, tremors. Little tremors, yeah. exactly. Yikes. So he had a couple of those, and then he was like, fuck you. And then, <laughs> and then the big one hit. And he had a, uh, a bit, he had a stroke, and then when he was in rehab for the stroke, uh, he had like a heart attack when he was in rehab for the stroke. Oh, boy. So that just floored him. He was half paralyzed. He was like bedridden for like a year, and I think he basically just like shut. I don't know the medical. Uh, it was I was like eighteen when it was going on, so I think yeah. my mom was handling a lot of the medical stuff. But uh, so basically, his body just shut down from there, and like about a year and change later, he died. So we had a whole year where he was like in our dining room in a hospital bed. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, they, people, when that happens, he just changes people. He wasn't himself. He was like, you know, he, the, a different person. The darkness got him? Yeah, kind of. He would have moments where he was fine, and it was like just the weirdest. He was just going slowly, a little bit bonkers, you know, because yeah. you're basically, it's basically like you have, not cabin fever, what they call it, where you're like, you're, you're um, it's like being in, almost like being in the hole for, in jail or something. Because sure. you just, you can't, he can't do anything for himself. He's getting frustrated at that. He's getting frustrated from getting, letting himself get to that point. He's getting frustrated about so much stuff that it comes out in anger or comes out in weird things that he said. He would say mm. weird shit all the time. Were you there when he died? 
That's actually one of the things I regret because oh, I great. was good question. Well, no, 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 no. I'll tell you, it's actually pretty. I wasn't good down work, there. Peter. I was, I'm just going to wrap this up. Would you say keep it crispy? <laughs> We're done. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I was there, but I was upstairs, and I should have been downstairs. And I, I didn't take my mom seriously when she was like, "I think he's going to not. He's going to go this oh, morning." Oh, really? And I didn't go downstairs. But the saving Is there part of you that maybe didn't want to be there when he's. I mean, it's hard uh, to face. No, I think I just didn't take it seriously because really? I think my mom is a warrior, and she's like, "I think this is it." And well, that's not on you. No, it's not on me. But to be honest, I don't feel as bad about it because the night before the weird, the night before that happened, the weird, I was going to go out with my friend Paul. I got my friend Paul's car. We drove a block and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back home, man. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back home and hang out uh, with my dad. Well. So I went back in and I hung out with him for a couple hours. And, uh, then, and then I went to bed. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't so, taint that great story. Yeah, with- <laughs> yeah. But it, technically, I wasn't. You were, died, but you were died. there. Well, yeah, I was there. I you was were in, the, in house, the same house. In the same house, yeah. I mean, but, if we're going to get all touchy feely spiritual, I mean, you were near. I was near. I was near. <laughs> my my, pre- my aura was there. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. My yeah, my, uh, my spirit was yeah. in the room. Yeah. yeah, or in the in the vicinity. Sure. You know? But the the craziest thing that happened. What you want to hear a crazy story that happened? Of course. <laughs> okay. At the time, my mom was a member. I always think this is hilarious, and people are like, "Well, that's messed up." But like, my mom was a member of this thing called the Catholic Daughters. Okay. So my, she was like a Eucharistic minister, and she was like just you know she's big into church. Mm-hmm. So it was basically a group. She was much younger than a lot of the ladies in the group. They were all like 80, 90 years old, and they would go and they would go to church together, and they would go to like um, if somebody died, they would go to the wake and they would help to help out and stuff like that, whatever it was. So when somebody died, they would call the house to alert the other members of the of the group. Uh-huh. So right, I'm talking twenty minutes after my dad died, we're all just kind of like hugging in the room. It's kind of it's really sad. It's really like you know, it's pretty sure. deep, and uh, and then we get a phone call. And my sister answers the phone, and it's a woman. She goes, "Hi, this is Catherine from the Catholic Daughters of America. John Donnelly has died. Oh she was calling God. to tell us that my dad died, and he was literally." Oh my God! Room. Do you want you put him on? Wait, who told her? Uh, I guess I, Your my, mom must have told somebody. My mom must have told somebody And then it and they, activated yeah, the prayer She might have told this guy Father John Who told the Catholic daughter. Oh, maybe I, Somehow they knew God yeah, Isn't that insane? That is it was hilarious maybe, It wasn't 20 minutes It was an hour after sure, But he was still sure, there sure. He was still oh. there What did you say? I wasn't My sister She let out A cry and a laugh At the same She was like bah! She did like a ah, 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 ah. She didn't even know It was But it was one of the a I think it's hilarious I think it's hilarious yeah. now At the yeah. time We thought it was hilarious Like yeah, yeah, yeah. even at the time We always That's another thing We laugh all the time So like Even at the time We are like That's fucking funny right, That's sure. really You can't That can't be lost on you Right at the moment, right right you know? no. How did it uh, affect you I, Sometimes I thought maybe You would have gotten married Right after your dad died Sometimes I hear about that happening People look for stability but you didn't get married until years later. I didn't get married. No. What, what was it like? You're 18. Your dad. Died. I was 20 when he died. Oh, he's 20. 20 when I died. So he died in 2000. So I was. Or was I 22? Oh, I was 22. 22. 22 when he actually died. But we got sick and stuff. When he was starting to get sick, that's how I mean by 18, 19 uh-huh. years old. So. Um, I was 22. But then what did you do, right? Was that when you tried to become a cop? Like, was there any sort of response? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what happened after. Uh-huh. So I guess that was my way of dealing with it. Yeah. I didn't really deal with it. So I didn't, I didn't get too emotional about it. I cried when he died. I didn't get too emotional about it. I was very like, I think I just, 
kind of tried to push it down or whatever it was. Sure. And I think it came out where I, yeah, I did try to be a cop at the time. And one of the good things I think that happened is my mom was like, hey, three months, four months later, my mom was like, hey, you should, your sister lives in Manhattan. You should, she has a room for rent. You should just move in with her. And that didn't work out because we didn't get along. But it was also my fault. I didn't have a job at the time and stuff. But for some reason, I think looking back, I think doing that put me in the mindset of like, oh, I want to go to the city and I want to, mm. and after that, I moved to Queens with my friends. So like, I think me being like, I have to get out of the house probably helped with the not getting too caught up in the, oh my God, my dad just died. And then you started doing comedy because you were so close to it? I started doing comedy because, not because, of, I was years later. So I always wanted to, never had the balls to do it. Like, was like, oh, I'll produce shows and I'll be around it. And then whatever it was, I never had the guts to do it. And then finally when I was 28, I did it. So I was like, I was helping, oh, DeVito, Joe DeVito used to have a show yeah. at Jack Dempsey's, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would help him with that show. And there was an open mic around the corner at Maui Taco, which was like uh-huh. the worst place ever. Yeah. And I went to Maui Taco, I watched a mic, and I was like, oh, I could do this. I that's could do this. I tell everybody, go yeah. watch an open mic. Yes. So that's what happened. You're already better than so many of the people <laughs> going up. <laughs> right. So I went and I did that. For the first time, you know, had a couple beers, went up, whatever it was. And then from there, I was like, and this is what I mean by doubting myself. I was like, oh, I'll give myself a year. If I get better, I'll keep going. Uh-huh. My, my biggest fear of my life well, at that point after, you know, my dad died, I guess, was if uh, I didn't want to be the guy who thought he was funny when he wasn't funny. Oh, boy. I didn't want to be the guy who was like, yeah, I'm great. And then everybody's like, this guy fucking stinks. As soon as you walk away. As soon like, as you walk yikes. away. Exactly. And that's that, whole, that comes back to the whole thing of getting laughed at. And, right. and, I well, think that's why almost, it took so long of yeah. not to trying because people are going to laugh at me for even trying. Right, right, right. They're all going to laugh at you. They're going to laugh at you. In the bad way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then where did you – you started doing that Maui taco and I, I'm interested. You were trying to prove that you actually were funny? No, I think what it was was I was like – I saw Maui taco like the, what the mic was in Maui taco and I'm like, no. I could do this. Yeah. And not prove that I was funny but I was like, I'm going to be realistic. My, but it's being kind of negative because I was being – I'm like, I'm going to be realistic, realistic about it. Mm. I'm going to give it a year. If it's I, funny. If so I, many people get started by being unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like – But I was like, I'm going to give it a year. If I get – if I think I got better, which is also right, bullshit because right. if I now saw myself a year later, I probably would have quit. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the way I am now, I sure. would have been like, no, you stink. And right. I st- and I stunk, you know, whatever it was. But at least – I mean that's an achievable goal. If I'm better in a year, everybody will probably be better. Although I do know a couple of people that were always the same. <laughs> Just like frozen. It happens. Frozen in their first week. <laughs> like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> That's going to haunt so many people. That's yeah. very rare. Uh, very rare. And I think, and also I think a lot of people, when you go up your first time, most people do really well because there's so much yeah. energy and there's so much preparation for that moment yeah. that you do well because you're excited to be there and you whatever Or, you know, what story you hear all the time is like, I was so nervous, I got drunk, and then they had like a bad set because they were drunk. Yes. Or you hear the guy that does well because he was nervous, and then the second time he does terrible. Exactly, because he's like, I got this. And right. Goes, That's the worst thing you can do. That was a Patrice thing that I, that I took to heart one time when it was like he's like you should always be a little bit anxious for every set that you do you yeah. should always have a little bit of butterflies yeah. not that you're going to run off screaming but you but oh, you should, oh, you should always want to do well and always want it to go well I agree because the minute that I didn't do that I've had a couple shows you probably had that where it's like you're like you, you think you're better than the show you show up and you go I got this yeah. and then you go up and I just I would eat my dick I have a terrible time if I'm already feeling fantastic then it, it, this is it just is what it is. 
then I don't need the show for anything. I, I agree with that. I see what you're saying. So I go out and I'm just kind of like, what's up, fuckers? <laughs> like I just, you should go up with a deficit. You should yes. go like, I need something from this. Yes. Even if it's just, I need to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's a need. Yep. And then you feel better as you're telling them and communicating. Absolutely. That's such a good energy to have when you're doing comedy, which is like, oh, I, I'm so happy to see you. I can't wait to tell you this, this, and this. Yeah, because otherwise then it just goes south. But if you go up fulfilled... And there's nothing wrong with not being fulfilled in the moment when you're going up because then you feel it when you're done and allowing it and postponing. It's like sex. It's mm-hmm. like stop jerking off. If you're jerking off all day, sex isn't that great. But if you need release, sex yeah, is way yeah, better. Absolutely. Yeah. If, that's absolutely true. Yeah. And that's how I feel. And then I also got to the point where I was like, I also need 10 seconds in the beginning of a set where I have to be. I have to, even if it bombs, I have to say something that's not related to the rest of the things I'm going to say. Oh, that's great. I have to say uh, bullshit about something and riff on something. That's a good way to manufacture urgency, though. I do the same thing. You go up and you do some nonsense that you're just kind of riffing. And it's two-pronged. I'm interested that you said that. One is um, I like to show the audience that I'm not going to dance for them. It's not about me being... Frightened and yes. being like, I'm gonna start. Yeah. It's like, no, we're having fun. We're all hanging out. This yes. is fun. I'm just gonna say this thing that's on the top of my brain. And two, when it doesn't do well, because inevitably it's not gonna do that great. It's just some riff that you saw the Wi Fi network was called Suck My Balls. Right, right. And you're like, did anyone see this? Does anyone have the password to suck my balls? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't even do well. Good. Now you're like, mm, you get that jolt. You get that jolt. And you're like, okay, let's. You get that. Well, well you like that? You'll like this. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. You'll like this. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Daddy that's shabbat. how you feel. Yeah. How did Letterman come about? I'm so you got in on Letterman. Let- yeah. <laughs> I know, I know you got it by being funny. I'm just wondering I how it. that came about. Well, you it's know what? Such they, a huge feather in your cap. It's huge. It was. Believe me, I was shocked. And he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Now he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was thrilled, and it was ridiculous. I. What happened was, well, you know, they had they had the one booker, and then they let go of the one booker, and then the, the people that got to book uh, after them was with a three person team of bookers, uh-huh. and they were related to UCB. Oh, and no way. I didn't know that. I actually owe it to them, the bookers, and, and they book for other stuff now. But like uh, – and Adam Conover and Emily Heller because they were running a show. They were running Fresh Out and they, these people asked them for names to recommend uh, for a showcase for Letterman. When and I was one of the something names. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's always – yeah, totally. It's so cool so that you got in. So it literally was – they recommended. I went – and I was like – I also had in my head. I, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. Like so. Like I was like, they're not gonna give this. And I did even did the same riff thing where I did. I did crowd work for the first thirty seconds of the set, and then went into the set. I think I cursed once in the set because I was like, they're not gonna give me Letterman. I, I don't. They're not gonna do it. Right. And then they emailed me like a week later, two weeks later, and was like, hey, we like these jokes, and we want to work on this. And then six months later, that's when I did it. Oh my god. Yeah. It was crazy how slow things like that. Oh yeah, it goes takes forever. Yeah, (laughs) everything takes forever. We're shooting the show right now, and we'll shoot a scene. I'm like, I can't believe we're done with that scene. I wrote it two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's been sitting around. It was like the fourth draft of a pilot. (laughs) Do you feel when when that happens? Do you feel like, oh shit, if I wrote it now, I would have said this, or or can you do that with the show? Because you you we riff a lot. Okay, okay, that's good. But there's an interesting feeling when something that you wrote and sweat, and then you polished, and all these different things, and then you're riffing on it so there's all these different types of creative energy being shot at it but then when the day is over the scene where pete meets sean donnelly at the de- at the deli is done yeah it's gone it's done right like it's, 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 it's in print it's in the yeah but that's one of the fun feelings of doing a show is that you have urgency whereas i think one of the feelings that we hate as human beings is is it's the same and it's and even if i don't do this today i can do it later we like 
urgency helps the time pass. It helps mm-hmm. us manufacture a feeling of meaning, and it, it's fun. It's right, like, you're on a schedule. We, we yeah. got to do this, or or it, or it'll stink. Yeah, and then like, right, and then Judd's gonna see it, and he'll be like, "What the fuck was wrong with you that day?" <laughs> yeah, like, right. So every day is like an audition, and that's yeah. one of the best. It's a good feeling. That's good. That gives you those Patrice butterflies, and it makes you, and it makes it better because it makes Absolutely. it because that sense of urgency that you have is going to make a better product at the end but of that, the day. And and it really makes time pass too. It's like it, it's the opposite of dreary. It's yeah. I guess it might be like fighting fires or something. Or because maybe, if you didn't give a shit, you'd be sitting around going, "Whatever, exactly. who cares what happens in this? Right. Do whatever. I don't care. It's fine. I wrote it two years ago. I don't care. Right. But now you're like, I wrote this two years ago. That's crazy. We have to. And now we're shooting it. it. Yeah, Let's yeah, do it. Let's yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Let's not fuck this up. Let's not fuck this up. Right. When I did my talk show pilot, I had the audience chant, "Let's not fuck this up." <laughs> but that's how I feel with so many things. I'm just like, let's just call it out. Let's not fuck this. Up. I, I did that for my hour table. I just did, and I was like, let's let's not fuck this up. That's such a liberating thing, I think, to admit and have the audience admit that we're all a little nervous. Oh, absolutely, and it yeah, makes it real. And they love that probably because yeah. they're like, oh, of I'm, course. I'm seeing in. It's on calling something. out the elephant in the room. Absolutely. You know I mean, we all know Diane has a drinking problem. Let's <laughs> just fucking get over this Christmas. You just did an album. I'm very interested. Uh, it's called, uh, don't tell me, Manual Labor Face. Yes, it is. Yeah. Great title. Great cover. Yeah. And, oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, the photo is great. And um, I'm curious because I talk with other comedians about where and when to tape an album. And it's an endless Rubik's Cube of potential. It's like you do a show. You tell them it's an album recording. You don't. You record five shows and you cut it together into one show. <laughs> oh, you get all these different answers? What do you do? Well, what I did for this, and it worked out well, this place, Madison, Wisconsin, Great. Comedy on State, yep. unbelievable place. Yeah. The people who run it, everything about it, Norman did his album there. I heard Norman's album, yeah. and I'm like, oh, yeah, huh. hey, hey, Madison, hey, hey, Juice. You got to find a way to put cheese on <laughs> <laughs> so he's, like, Norman, he's, he's our Bob Dylan. Like a really you know who can't drive those panda kings? <laughs> <laughs> I love Mark Norman. He's, He's the best. Yeah. So he did his album there. I heard his. It's phenomenal. And I was like, this place is great. Yeah. I think I might have asked him about it. Yeah. And then I was like, when I was working on it, and I was talking to Comedy Central. I was like, hey. And, then, and my agents, I was like, if there's a way I can do it at, at Madison, I, would, I think it would go great. And I think it would be great. And they, I think what happened was... Because I three weeks before I was going to record it, because I was going to do it somewhere else, and I and I was like set in the city I was going to do it. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's local. I get people I know to come out. It'll be fun and whatever. Tricky, and pack it. Tricky. It can be tricky, right? Exactly. It is. Because I've heard it before, and I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm glad I didn't do that yeah. because I God. think it would have been. Tricky. I'm a big believer. Go, go stranger. Go stranger. Yeah. Go to a great town. Go to a Madison. Go to a Portland. Go to an Austin. Yeah. Right. You exactly. Know, find these great little cities. Go to San Francisco. I was just talking. To, uh, Brent Sullivan is, is recording an album, and and he did it opening for me, and that's why we were talking about all these different options. And he's pacing it together. I think he's pacing it together. I think yeah. that's what he's doing. But you know, he'd do like twenty minutes, so it's like three twenty minute sets or whatever. Yeah, that's great. It is great, and I think it's going to be awesome. But the other way to do it, because we were you know, weighing these options, I was like, you, anyone these days, if you have friends, could sell out one night at the punchline. You know yes. what I mean? Like do the San Francisco punchline or, or like you know, a reasonably sized club and then go on every podcast you know, just promote that one show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and sell it out one night. Absolutely. That is, that is definitely a way for 
to, uh, to get it done. Comedians to get it done. Not new comedians, but people that don't have an album. Don't have a following and don't have. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have. I'm not a draw. I go to these places and I'll have like for the weekend. I'll have like six people come out. You sure. Know, whenever, but yeah. Madison is so great that especially if it's the right time of year, you go and it's, oh, it's going to be amazing. And it's good for you too. You found a club that's right for you. Yes. You're a big energy guy. Yes. You don't necessarily want to do it in like uh, meltdown. Not that meltdown no, wouldn't be I, great, but that would have been great too. You can but fill a space like Madison. I, I could. I could fill a space like Madison. Right. I see what you're saying. And yeah. you look like you belong in Madison. Like, and I, and I knew how it really sounded already because I heard it, and I and I do look like I belong there. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And uh, and also the people that are in that town, like that's one of the best weekends I've ever had. And yeah. the way we did it was we taped five of the shows, and then I cut between two of the shows. That's great. Yeah. And I most of it is one, and then I think a couple of things got switched. The last out. ones. What was it? The last one? The last? Oh like uh, no! You it was Thursday, um, Friday, Saturday. It was Friday. No, it was Friday. One of the Fridays and one of the Saturdays. Oh. So it was, I think it was late Friday, which is crazy. Yeah, and it was early I think Saturday. Late Friday's made a comeback. I think it's doing all right because I, I haven't okay. run into many problems lately. You know what's lately. the new late Friday? I think it's early Saturday. <laughs> I think you might be. Right. <laughs> well, early Saturday is the new Saturday. late Friday. I did middle Saturday in St. Louis because they have you do three shows there. Oh, my God. And they were so – it was one of these weird things that happened. You ever have this happen where they're having a good time, but they're having such a good time they won't shut the fuck up? Like oh, yeah. they're And they're like positively saying stuff and then yeah. and, you're, and you're talking you're to them. You're babysitting. You're babysitting yeah. basically. Nobody wants to babysit. And, and you're miserable, but they're yeah. loving it. It's really <clears> when you just feel like you're, you're tending to them and you're like, no, no, no. This is, a, this is reciprocal. You're supposed to – to be yeah. affirming me while I entertain you, not just me dancing. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, I proved myself that we're, I can make yeah, fun of you. Yeah. Now let me say the thing I want to say. I don't want a crowd that has a bigger ego than me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want it to be equal. Yeah. I want yeah. it to be equal, maybe even a little bit. Abs- and I think that's another thing that's happening. I think the people show up now. I think what does it a lot of the time is heckler videos. I think heckler videos yeah. fucks things up. You have a heckler video. I do, but I didn't put it online. Interesting. Oh, that's funny. I'm I'm actually happy to hear that because I'm always like, why are we perpetuating this? <laughs> I don't. I I think I even asked them to take it down. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. they did because I don't like the fact that you people because pe- when people show up and they heckle you or they say or they talk loud or whatever it is afterwards they go, I was hoping it's part yeah, of the show. Yeah, it's yeah. like you don't know what part of the show is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every comic's show is different. And right. My show. I talk to the crowd. I like right. talking to the crowd. I do do that, but. There's, that's why I can't get my catch twenty two is I can't get mad when somebody yells out. I have to say something right away. Right. But I try to shut them down if they're yelling or something sure. like that. But because I talk, I'll talk to the front a little bit to get into jokes. Sure. You seem like a hypocrite if you go. Why are you talking? You're yeah. Like, well, you talk to them. Why can't you talk to me? No, I'm. And I'm, that's still the way it shouldn't be. It, there's bad talk. I, you know. There's bad talk. I mean, it's almost always wrong. It's almost always wrong. But, you know, I've said this before. What makes it offensive is the audience is supposed to become an audience, and it's supposed to merge into one thing, and a heckler is going, No, I'm Dan. Yeah, yeah. I'm Dan, and I had too many drinks. (laughs) Shut up, Dan. Yeah, right. We're trying to be a show. (laughs) It's all supposed to be one thing. Exactly. It's like the guy answering a cell phone while he's having sex. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Don't bring the outside world into this. I know. And this don't bring time. you into this. Yeah, this is our time. This it's, is it. It's alchemy. It's magic. It's, it's, it's spinning plates. And we don't need you being like, roast beef. <laughs> I had a guy yell out, Orlando. <laughs> Speaking of Orlando. Yeah. I had a guy just yell out, Orlando. And then I just, I was so, because I wasn't even, I was in the middle of jokes. So I wasn't even talking to them. I was in the middle of jokes and it was going well. Especially when it's going well. If I'm bombing and you yell out, it's like, here we go. Here's the quintessential yeah, sure. heckler trying to get me. But I was Killing, I was doing well, yeah. and he was like, Orlando! And I go, and I just destroyed him for like five minutes about how dumb that was. Yeah. And he got up and left. He went outside and told the people from the club, he goes, 
I thought this guy he was going to do songs and impressions because he took a look at me and he thought I was going to be. He oh goes, I thought he was going to be a good old boy. That's what he said to the people at the club. That's your next album is songs and impression face. That's just what your face looks like. Yeah, it's totally. People just look at me and go, this guy is going to do a great George W. Bush. I know. You can't be too hard on him, but at the same time, you know, it's just nice to publicly state. It's better to let the show tell you what it is before you assume I'm just going to yell out some shit. Absolutely. I've had one of the worst feelings, like people yelling, like, take off your shirt. I got <sighs> one time, like as a joke, obviously nobody yeah, wants course. to see yeah. me take my shirt yeah, off. Right. Just like, take it off. Just so degrading and shitty. And you're <sighs> just like, ugh, kill me. <laughs> uh, let it's so hot. And where are we? We're at 90, right? Yep. Oh, exactly. daddy with the instincts. You are, you know, that was clockless 90. How did you, that. how did you know that? Sean, you've done a lot of these. I've done a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still impressed with a clockless ninety. Though. <laughs> clockless ninety is good. I, 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 normally, there's a clock in the room, but I had to look. So let's talk a little bit about uh, God. Uh, you know, belief, the world. Were you raised Catholic? Is raised Catholic. Yeah. yeah, I raised Catholic. Raised had my Irish Catholic phase of like I how cool I thought it was to the point where I got a, like a cross, Ooh, a Celtic cross, a Celtic cross tattoo. So but I'm not. Can I really, see it a little bit more? Oh yeah, hold on, sorry. That's cool. Yeah, it's like it's that. a sh- it's a shitty tattoo. It's no, tattoo. it's not the best. Ta- no, it, I, you know I know what you mean. It doesn't have like intricate modern yeah. <laughs> tattoo details. I think that's a cool tattoo. It's all right, but I I'm not a religious guy. I'm not in the in the Catholic sense of the word and in, in the traditional sense of the world. I'm not a religious guy. Right. I I basically. Just kind of live my life to the I, like. To, I hate when people go, "Well, I'm spiritual, but I'm not." Sure, because <laughs> it's like That's right, me. You're just, every time I say that, I feel like an asshole. Do you say that? You don't say that because oh, you're religious. I say it sometimes I'm not religious. I'm I'm spiritual. See, you made oh, me I, say it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but but you're so not. Gross. I listen to your podcast. You're not spiritual. When I say, I know. I think what I I'm talking about is yeah. somebody that there's an empty way to say that you. Just from hearing you talk on your podcast, I know how that's spiritual. That's sure. actually spiritual. Okay, do you know I what I'm see, saying? I think, I know like what you that's mean. the the correct definition of the word. As opposed to, I think you people that go, I believe in horoscopes, so I'm sure. I'm spiritual. That's right. that's the opposite. Right, that's right, bullshit. Right. right. Basically, people say it because they don't want you to think they're not religious. Right. You're not saying for that. You you believe it, and you're I being know what truthful. You mean. It's like another way of saying you don't really think about it, but you're not shut off to it. So you're exactly just going, I'm spiritual. Yeah, it's basically saying I'm not religious, but I don't want you to be upset, so I'm spiritual. That's right. I'm not. I'm also. I'm not a I'm not a cyborg. I'm not a robot. I'm I'm but I'm, I'm spiritual. And right, 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 a cyborg right. wouldn't be spiritual. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Unless like, a cyborg learned <laughs> that you could diffuse a lot of tension by saying you're spiritual. Yeah, right, exactly. I am uh, not religious. Uh oh. Tension up, heartbeats are raised. I am spiritual though. That did it, TL. But His name's TL thousand. TL is the name of the cyborg. You've done what does it, it stand again. For? We don't know. <laughs> Tetralycosine. <laughs> the same thing that makes shampoo sudsy. That's a two hour call. Whoa, there we go. Oh my God. Is that a record? That might be a record. <laughs> I uh, pride myself on the deep. <laughs> on the deep. We gotta keep going. No, so basically, how I try to do it is like, I just live like, don't be a, don't be a dick. Don't like, be I, a dick. I just don't want to be a dick. And I, I do believe that I like the idea of conversations about. Uh, where we come from, and I love that stuff. But I love it. I come from the science. I love the idea that you know the whole science is religion kind of thing. I love yeah. that aspect. Science of, is religion. Science is religion. Like sure. science or science can be religion or yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I love that because you. It really is true. Like you get farther. Not to get too far back, but you get too. You get farther and farther back, and uh, 
You really do, at one point you go, well, we don't, you don't know, you don't know what happens. Oh, I see. So what you you're can't. Saying. I'm not gonna. You know what I'm saying? Like the interesting you, remaining mysteries of science, right? Yeah, sure. And the idea of like because that the one thing that religious people, if you're a staunch religious person, you have over everybody's like, well, then how is everything created then? Right. And you go, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I sure. think it was a, a series of accidents that happened, but I don't know that for sure. So I'm not gonna knock on you sure. for thinking that it's not that and it's right. whatever. You know? Right, right, right. So my thing is the golden rule, which is like treat people how you want to be treated yep. and don't. Be a dick. Try not to be. Don't kiss people's ass, but don't be a dick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's like there's a there's a healthy medium yeah, that comes bringing in there. Uh, good truth into it. Like truth yeah. is always wonderful. Yeah, this is something we can agree on. Yes, but also no, being a phony, but being kind isn't isn't just about being phony. No, it's about being truthfully nice. Truthfully nice. Truthfully nice. Like I, whenever I see people, you, you we all know them. You know the comics that have diarrhea of the mouth and, sure. and, and completely good. We'll just say what's on their brain. There's no buffer zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect that so much. Oh, you like that? I like that. I'm drawn point to those people. I tend to like those people. Yeah, I like, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. I, I think it's one of those things where I'm like, because they have something I don't have. I think I have it in my head where I'm probably pulling back. I'm trying to get better at that. I'm trying to be more truthful, nice than I yeah. was. I think it was always nice. Never, never being phony, I don't think. I don't think. But I think I was always being nice, but I think I would hold back. And if somebody, it was almost like you, when you're brought up, the Irish Catholic thing comes into it because when you're brought up Irish Catholic, it's always like, it's not an Irish thing, I guess, too, but I don't want to pretend like I'm off the boat or something, you know? Mm. But like basically, if you say, has everything by you, like the way you are now, you'll tell somebody how you are. Right. And, and, but what I'll do is, they don't want to hear for real how I am. That's that so negativity I, again. Negativity right. again. So I go, they don't want to hear how I am. They don't care. Everything, it's fine. Everything's, everything's cool. Fine. Yeah. Even if I have amazing things going on. Sure. They're going to think I'm bragging. If I have negative things going on, they don't want to hear That's my sob so story. That's so funny. That's something I had, Val would make fun of me so hard. We'd go out to dinner with friends and they'd be like, so what's it like having your own show? And then I wouldn't answer them. Yeah, yeah. And she was, yeah. should have to go, Peter, you're being rude. weird right now. <laughs> like, tell them something. But it came out of this false or misguided sense of like, you don't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, yes. it's rude to talk about yourself or yes. whatever. It is. Everyone, just, just answer a little bit. Give them a little bit. Yeah. If they don't care, they won't ask follow-ups. Right. They'll, be like, they'll go, okay, cool. Cool. And then that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they really want to know, they'll be like, oh, that's awesome. But there's another, here's questions. another type of, of rudeness that doesn't get addressed a lot. Ask me how, what it's like having your own show. You ask me that. What's it like having your own show? I don't know. Man. What's it like being Sean? You know, you're out there every day. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, when they turn it back, turn that, the tables. That is... T- technically nice. You're asking about me, but you're also not playing the game that I just wanted to play. Absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. It's like Bridgetown Comedy Fest. They see you share. What was that like? Yeah. Just talk to me, man. Put this way. Okay, so I have right now, I'm writing a script, right? I'm writing a script. Cool. And TV? Film? TV script for Comedy Central. Yeah. Oh. So basically. Is this a thing that was picked up? It's not picked up. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. It's not picked up. It's just I didn't a know deal. if I saw your name on my feed of some good news or something. There was, that's cor- the corporate retreat guys. Or corporate. That's what it was. was Maybe it was you sharing it. Oh, maybe it was me sharing yeah, it. Yeah, sure, sure. But anyway, my, now I'll tell you what my thing is that I'll do and people go, hey, how does it, that must, that's amazing. Uh, you got a script. Yeah. Say that. How is that's it? amazing. You got a script going? That's so cool. Yeah, but you know, you don't know if it's going to get, you don't know what's going to happen yeah, with it. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't know if it's going to get picked into up. into the vulnerable room. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and tell me the idea. <laughs> yeah. Tell me that you're yeah. nervous. Tell me that you want it to happen. Exactly. Or tell me that you love it. Like every once in a while you talk to somebody that's like, like it was TJ's birthday. That's what those balloons are. TJ is like a very focused Talented, you know, genius guy. Yes, it's nice to just be like, "What's that movie idea you have?" and just have just a little bright moment of of his inspiration. Yeah, let them have it. Tell tell people your idea. I don't mean now. Yeah, you in don't conversation. Want your idea, yeah, but 
Yeah. Let him have it. Have, right, Play exactly. T.J. Miller you're talking about. T.J. Miller, yes. Miller did one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in my life. What was that? Would you like to hear what it oh, is? Yes, I would. And it fits into religion, too. Okay. Please. And, and God. Uh, this guy, Josh uh, Carter, Carter, who's a comic here, had a show at his mother's church in Manhattan. Mm. Okay? Now, me, this is years, this is probably five, six years ago. Me coming from the Catholic background at that point, I wasn't working on myself as heartily as I am now. So I had the Catholic thing in the back of my head. I'm like, I better not say a curse word. I can't insult oh, these people. Because you're in a church. Because I'm in a church. Church was church to me. Yeah. And. <laughs> good PR church. Uh, good PR church. Exactly. Good hey, PR church. Great PR church. Their, their slogan was, hey, this is a church. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> so, so basically, I did the show there. I went up. I did whatever. I did okay. Whatever sure. happened. I did fine, I guess. He was there with Nick Vatterot, and he was like, hey, can I go up and do five minutes, whatever it was? Goes up, confident as can be, starts riffing on the people in the crowd, of the, in the pews of the church, then starts making fun of the design of the church. And starts being like, what is with you? Like making, like roasting making fun, the church. Roasting almost. the church, yep. They're losing their minds. They're yeah. loving it yeah. of, of how he was doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't mean. Fearless. He was joking. Yeah. He was super confident with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And it was, I'm watching. I'm like, this is, in, this is amazing. But that's instead of being fake, nice, polite, yep. that's actually being who you are in the moment and, and in doing it in a kind way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what about um, like afterlife? Anything like do you talk to your dad is often something I'll ask people who I, someone? I will. I'll talk to myself and I'll talk to my dad and I'll look in the mirror, I'll talk to my dad. I've done that like a yeah. handful of times in my life. Sure. And I and I, I have a little thing in my head that's like that as I'm even doing it, I'm like, This is cheesy as I'm doing it. Like that's how sure. I'm, I'm constantly doing stuff like that. But <laughs> I, afterlife I don't, I have the thing again where I don't know. I have the thing where I'm like, well, I'm not going to blame you for thinking what you think because sure. I don't know. I don't think I think it's pretty much done. I do. I th- I think I do. I think there's an energy aspect to it. Where do I think that energy gets put back into the universe? Sure. Sure. And that sounds very hippie-ish. I'm like, that's the first hippie-ish you know thing I've said. Are. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> but it's like no, one I of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. That's it's true. The yeah. idea of uh, your dad's or our consciousness is it a thing? We don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying I know, but it yeah. seems like it's possible that it's a thing. And maybe it got shot into some pigeon somewhere, or maybe it's a baby in Tibet. Yeah. And yeah. It's kind. Of, yeah, right. Exactly. Maybe it's a baby in Tibet. Yeah. A little Tibetan baby with a beard. And, fat and he's gut. shushing people. And he's shushing people in the movie theater. The movie theater. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. And they're just there for shelter. Yeah. Uh, why does he know so much about the corrections office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look why is he a baton? Look at his forearm. <laughs> That looks like comedian Sean Dunn. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> but yeah, but I think, just like you said, I think the way it comes out is I think that energy is put back into the universe. Yeah. And I think that like even what you said before, like the way I am is like that's that's the way it lives on, like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think, I don't necessarily think there's. I don't with as far as straight up, literally a place of heaven. Right, sure. No, I don't really believe in that. Yeah. Or, uh, but I do believe that there's, you know, it's that old thing of like there is something connecting us all. I think there's more than just just the tangible, just the, mm. the tactile, just the. It's not just like we live this and that's it. There is a, there is a, a, a connection. I think there's too many of those weird. It was a miracle kind of stories for it mm. not to be like holy shit. There's a there's another level of something that's happening that's right. connecting all that. And you this know? is stuff we're picking up on living in cities and glued to our phones and constantly checking Facebook and stuff. Imagine if we lived in the jungle, is what I'm saying. Right. Like I just watched <sighs> the movie. I think it's called Embrace of the Serpent. It's very very good, very very interesting. And you look at the people that are really connected to the earth, Native Americans, Indigenous people in you know South America, living in the Amazon, and these people. 
of, they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, there's no question of an order. And I don't mean order meaning like everything happens for a reason necessarily that is good or bad in the yeah. way that we understand it. But they're just kind of like, no, this is a, like we said earlier, it's like a flow and it's a river and it's a movement. And yep. you can see, if you zoom out a little bit, you start to see the planet breathing a little yeah, bit. And sure. that, that has been reduced and turned into a story about God or a religion or a, or a way to calm ourselves about death. But if you talk to these people, Native Americans, indigenous people, they get it more. So the fact that we're even picking up on it, even though we've surrounded ourselves with so much concrete and so much, so much of your needs yeah. being met, the fact that we're still getting some of that residual radiation yeah. makes me think there's a core a little bit deeper that's really vibrating. Absolutely. And I think, I think you're absolutely right. And I didn't even, never, I've never really thought of it that way. It's a good point you're bringing up about if you're surrounded by nature, you're yeah. going to start thinking that way because think about – you have an office job. Think about – I had an off, a couple of office jobs and you're looking at the ceiling. You know that ceiling by heart like a year into the job. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So if you're looking at nature the same way, yeah. you're going to start tri- – you're basically tripping out without tripping out. That's true. Yeah. It's, but you're yeah. watching the, the cycle of things. You're wa- like, and you're, and you're, kind of, you're watching nature. You're watching animals. You're watching that was things actually, die. Or, well, like I was saying with a lemur – I watch Planet Earth sometimes. We'll yeah. eat this plant, and it's killing parts of the plant, but it's also getting the pollen from the plant on it and helping that that plant spread. Yeah. So you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And if we were fucking kicking it with lemurs more, instead of going, no, life is about talking or not talking in movie theaters, yeah. if I could see the seasons pass, if I could see the seed die and drop from the tree and become a tree, not die, but you know, fall, yeah. if we could see... Uh, you know, I was just watching a thing about an indigenous people being like, we grow our gardens on this side of the river until we abandon it to the jungle and they let it grow and they watch their footprint and they have this connection to the life of the earth. That, it, it doesn't surprise me that those people are spiritual, but when you and I can feel it, even in its reduced form, that makes me think it's pretty legit. Yeah, it becomes a more... Uh, you want to call it not secular? Whatever you want to call it, more real world civiliza- yeah. civilization but type of civilized type of way of thinking. We're of outside it. of the festival, but you can still hear the bass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I think there's a party going. It's on. It's an EDM festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, EDM? God's an EDM <laughs> festival. <laughs> Shit. Well, that's interesting. But yeah, I I absolutely believe that, and I think that when you're like you just said, if you're seeing everything that's going on, you have a, you have a front seat. You have a front seat to watching the the system that is That's nature. Yeah. You have a front if, if you're a guy if you're one of those people like you ever see those tribes they have that have never had outside contact yeah. from their island stuff That's like that fair. like they're just watching all they know of is from what they see on their island or whatever. That's my, right. my dad actually used to think he told me once that he thinks the reason that humans have brains is because we're supposed to be studying animals. That's what he thinks the purpose of life is. It's to study animals. It's to study animals. Well, it is interesting if you do look at animals, they are in tune with a frequency that we seem to ignore a little bit more. You know what I mean? They yeah. understand the relationship of Earth and life. And I'm not saying they understand that. I don't think my dog understands shit. I think he's really <laughs> a dumb fuck, to be honest. So is mine, to be honest. Yeah. But like, he's very, very present. He's very, very aware and you know not aware it's not aware but I think I know what your dad's trying to say do you know what I mean like I I, because it's also a thing with like well why were we given the idea of um why were we given the concept of uh what do they call it like of, of being of of of, of that awareness aware, self awareness yeah, self awareness yeah. yeah why were we given that and then that was his thing I was like oh, that's a really 
Yeah. <laughs> Deep thing for you to say, Dad. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, Every once yeah. in a while, the dads will sneak one in. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He used to, my dad, he's from Long Island. He told black jokes when he was a kid and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But then he would tell black jokes when he was older, and then he would be like, yeah, but you know, if we all just start fucking each other, we'll be one color anyway. And, uh. I, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Are you, are you serious? Right, right, yeah. right. You're making fun of rap two minutes ago. Are you, yeah, are you yeah, really yeah, doing yeah. this right now? You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that, I love that. That's, that's, everybody has the potential for these little dips these in These little and moments. That's great. Cool. I'm so hot. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty warm. Let's get out of here. <laughs> nice apartment. This is the Sleepy Summer series. <laughs> this is Mulaney's apartment. I'm not just in love with oh, John, is it? John Mulaney. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> why there's even notice those. photos of him on the wall. Um, I am in love with John Mulaney, but that's not I am one. also in love with John. His, that special is perfect. Oh, he's great. He's Everything about I, the fact that he got John Bryan to do the music. I know. It, I, I freak. And I told him he goes, "Yeah, he's like a friend of mine." Oh, no, he didn't yeah. say that. He was like, "I know, I was shocked too." But you know, he, I know. but he is friends with him. You do have the, you get to the, you have those friends that get to that level, and like we were talking about, like how much enthusiasm do you show? Like, like uh, TJ is doing a movie with a big director or something. And I'm like, oh my god, and you have to give it back a little bit. Like, yes, I know. You can't just be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you have. To be like it's Fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> can you? We always end on a, a lighter thing. Can you tell me that? Can you remember the time you laughed the hardest in your life, or oh one God. of them? One of the <laughs> this is, one of the times I laughed the hardest. Yeah. <sighs> it's crazy because you already had the, the the Catholic daughters calling your that, house. I, mean, I that's probably a pretty I laughed pretty hard there. Probably was pulled back a little bit because it was like of there was a dead body in the room. No, no, but, I know, yeah. but that's like <laughs> yeah. an amazing. Unlikely laugh story. So don't feel like you need to tell us a good story. Oh no, it was okay. It was literally all right. It's not even a good story. I'll say this one because it doesn't. The other one's kind of meaner than it, than it should be. Uh, I was. We were driving. It doesn't even make any sense. It's one of those it you had to be there. To. Things. It doesn't have to. We were driving. That's, that's yeah, go ahead. Remember on Stern they used to have Beetlejuice. Yeah. All right. Remember? I don't know if you remember that. And, and so weird, would, Sean. Can I stop you right there? Yeah, go ahead. Because we're talking about we don't live in the jungle. I'm so simple that that's all I need. Yesterday. Wait, what's today? Saturday? Today is Saturday. Oh, Sunday. Sunday. Okay, yeah. so Friday. I was in a van with uh, Ryan, this guy who drives this van for our production. <laughs> this guy drives a van. Yeah. He drives a van. No, he does a lot of things. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. he drives, he's, a, he's a, one of the union guys who drives a van. And he, he and I listen to Stern in the car because he listens to Stern. And I like it. And he turns up. And if you had asked me on Thursday if I knew who Beetlejuice was, I would have said no. But here we are. And he brought it up. I, I, that's me going oh, like, that's funny. oh, man. There you oh, there's divine order, man. <laughs> No, weird. totally. That's what I mean. Like yeah. that. That's a very. That's the it's lowest. So small, but who cares? It's so small, but it's what else would it be? Man, it, Either it eat be it or don't eat it. I'm going to eat it. When you hear the same movie mentioned in the same, three times in the yeah, same yeah. week, you haven't heard. When it you leave years? and I turn the TV on and it dances with the wolves, <laughs> right? That's and then I go, <laughs> don't put that ketchup on my fries. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. Um, no, so Beetlejuice was like, I guess he was like this little person they used to have on there, and he was, I don't know what his deal was. He, but he seemed was, homeless. He was something. homeless. He was kind of like one of the characters, the whack pack they had. It's one of those things where I'm laughing, but I'm also like. Is this okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they would do this game with him where, like, he would always just say me, even if, like, he wasn't being asked a question. Yeah. So they had just asked the general question without saying the name in the room. They were like, hey, uh, you're going to do that later? You're going to go to the movies later? And then he'd be like, me? And he would just do it every time. And they would just try to make, make they would try to make him me. say me or whatever it was, right? <laughs> so we, we, we have a friend, a friend, my friend, we were driving cross country from California to New York, and my friend Jonathan, we just did that with him the entire the entire time. Just at certain moments, oh we would just God. go, Megan, be like, "Hey, it's your turn to pay for gas," and he go, "Me?" And we would just lose. Ugh. We would, and it sounds terrible no, as I'm explaining gorgeous. it, but do you know what I'm Lovely. saying? I get it. We would lose our minds, like the hardest I've ever, yeah. the hardest I've ever laughed. Me? 
I like, think we should get lunch. Right, that didn't work. I can't. I can't do the game. <laughs> what time is it? Is that one work? No, you have to say time. <laughs> I'm not You'd good like, at it. Hey, you. Uh, is this? Like, <laughs> now, it's it's kind of hard to do. Now the news story is how I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unca- I'm incapable yeah. of doing this. But that, I think we might have also had like cabin fever from being we were in oh, a van for sure. That's from being in a van for four days and sure, stuff like sure, that. Sure. But it was like so. I've never laughed as hard as that. That's a good one. It was so good. I love it. <laughs> Well, brother, I, I'm so sweaty, and it's the Sleepy Summer series, and it was awesome having you. Yeah, thanks, man. Do you feel good? you feel satisfied? I do. This is a lot of fun, man. Great. Thank you for having me. Would you say uh, keep it crispy? I will. <laughs> keep it crispy. How is, is that me? Good? Yeah, man. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much. Now leaving Nerdist.com.